Tino Shade, L and J. What type of tea they serving? Is it Lipton? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start to click it. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one trade. Uh, it's all Tino Shade, all Tino Shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up? What up? What up? Welcome to all Tino Shade. Where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always motherfucking do. So pull up a seat and let's start this sip set. Time to start another dope ass episode of Altino Shade. Dope. And dope we have always. a guest up in the building. Yeah, we have a guest, a longtime friend of Who mine. We got? We got Miss Daphne Winston. Hello, hello, everybody. Okay, you might come on this little sexy voice. She, <laughs> she is a financial coach. That's and, right. And um, we'll be getting more into who she is and what she's about mm-hmm. and why she is joining this main this main sip topic. All right, but first let's go ahead and get into our weekly check-in. How are you guys doing this week? Daphne, you are guess. How you did this week? Girl, it's been an up and down week, but I'm good right now. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Why has it been up? What's your up been? Oh, uh, getting some good news on Friday. Okay. So, good, you're getting some you got some good news? I got some good news on Friday. Is yes. it good news that you can share, share or is it not good news? Just, you got to keep it in your own personal life. I'm going to keep it in my personal life. But okay. let's just say that it's positive health news. Oh, that's good. Okay, we'll yes. take it. Oh, yeah, we'll take it. Yes. That's good. How's your week been, Mr. Noetic? I almost died, y'all. What you mean? I almost died on my drive here listening to Savage Remix, but you you may continue. <laughs> <laughs> like, I almost literally died. What happened? Yeah, what technically, happened? technically, it wasn't this week. It was last week, but we haven't talked since then. Okay. And so... Yeah, da- we broke Daphne, up. We ain't friends no more. Yeah. So, <laughs> Daphne knows this. So, what happened? What happened? last what happened? week, I was riding my bicycle, uh-huh. and just, you know, cruising down Courtney Campbell like I've done a million times before. Hit my 30-minute mark, and I was um, getting ready to turn back around. So I looked over my shoulder to make sure no one was coming. And when I turned back around, I was going off the edge. And I landed on the rocks. I flipped over, hit my head, and landed in the water. Shut! Like, legit hit my head so Was anybody there? No. Thank you, Jesus. Were you so happy? I was glad no one was there for the embarrassment. But also sad because you probably needed someone at that moment, right? Yeah. It would have been helpful. It would have been... Thank goodness I had my helmet on because mm-hmm. if I didn't have my helmet on, I probably would not be here. Like literally, like I because you my hit head. it so hard. I hit it. This is just I'm healed now. <gasps> oh I'm, my god! I'm, hit, I'm healed now, and my back is horrible. Like it's really, really bad. And oh so god. I was out of commission. I was out of commission for like a week and a half. So. My first day uh, exercising was yesterday. That's terrible. You look like you just went from a motorcycle accident. You don't want to see my back. Oh, his back is even worse. Back. Let me see it. I can't even Let do it right it. now. Let me I see it. Daphne helped me. I got you. Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. I can't. I can't. I can't move on. It was bad. <laughs> I can't move on. It was bad. Though. I can't. I can't. I'll show you later. Oh. I'll show you later. But it was, it was jacked up. Is it scabbed bad. up real bad? Does yeah. it itch like a bitch? Surprisingly, it doesn't itch too much, but it's, it's scabbed up. But not as bad as it was. It's, it's to the point now where scabs are finally falling off. But man, I couldn't even lay on. I, it was bad, and so that was my week last week. Like it just, I just had like they didn't a, have a, a a guard or anything. On the Courtney Campbell doesn't have guards um, around the entire 
part of it. Yeah. And so, um, but like it was just a freak accident. Something that you I, just so happened to look back at the wrong time. I just happened to, I guess, turn my 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 handlebars. I'm not turning my head, and I guess I turned it to the right. Mm-hmm. And there was no way to overcorrect correct it. By that time, it was too late. And too I, late. I had blood everywhere. Like <sighs> I, I, I immediately grabbed my head because I knew I hit my head hard, and I could feel why I hit my head. And I was just holding my head because I didn't know how bad it was. Yeah. And I was just sitting on the rocks in the water, and I was like. Wet. Shocked. My body was in shock. And Wet, bleeding. Bleeding everywhere. And look, How'd I, you get home? I bike back. I had to bike back. That's the worst, motherfucker. I bike back. That's the worst. You <laughs> call somebody, right? That yeah. is Why the worst. Call? Because at that point, you're so, you're, you're so embarrassed and you're bleeding everywhere. And you just want to get out from the public. Yeah. I sat there for like 25 minutes. It's like, man. Like, but uh, after I crashed and pulled my bike off out of the water and I sat on the side of the trail, a woman came by and she said, oh, you're okay? Are you right? Because you saw all the blood. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I said, I just need to calm down. I said, I need to try to get the blood from 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 bleeding. From pumping, yeah. From pumping. She gave me some napkins, and I held it down. And a couple of guys stopped to make sure I was good. So at about, 20, at about 25 minutes, I was like, all right, I'm good. So I hopped on the bike, and I just Was you, like, back. the whole ride back looking at your bike like, you betraying ass bitch? You <laughs> <No>. loyal? <laughs> you know what? I looked at my bike, I was like... I'm glad this bike is not broken. Because yeah. that bike's a $500 bike. Yeah, true. And so I was just glad there was no flat tires. There was nothing bent. Nothing was bent. Nothing was, was bent. As hard as you hit the rock. Yeah. And so I just got back home. And I just I just laid there. I was just. Oh, my God. I just laid Jay, there. That's crazy. Reflecting on life. Because really. That could have been it. It could have been it. The so sim- simple. The simplest thing could, could end you your life. Or. Make you a paraplegic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And offer of something that you completely have done a hundred times before. Mm-hmm. You should have went you to know? the hospital. You could have had a concussion. He yeah, I thought. could have gotten an infection. As bad as he was cut up. But the concussion is even worse. Like, yeah, I didn't go to bed at all. I mean, okay, I, I stayed up because I knew. I said I need to make sure I didn't have a concussion. concussion. Yeah. And so I stayed up. Brain I didn't damage have, or Yeah, anything. so I was good. Thank you, God, that yes. you are. There would have been no fine. more all tea, no shade. Oh, my God. But no, that's all good. But I'm here. I'm still here, Sipper. So that's, that, that's been my week. But I'm alive and I'm well. Oh, okay. Are I you was, super grateful right now? Are you in the moment of, of uh, gratitude? Or are you in a moment of shock still? Are you still processing no, it? I, or have you gone back to normal? I think that I always typically enjoy life anyway mm-hmm. like i'm always in the moment of enjoy it you never know what's going to happen uh so i don't think anything changed i think it just put things in perspective that i can't even say that because it wasn't like it did anything crazy yeah it was just a regular look over the shoulder it did, but that's the thing that's the you part know? that's scary to me or yep. the, what should be scary to people it's not like something where you know you go on some foreign trip and that's when you're gonna get hurt yeah like most people die in car Close accidents to home. like yeah. within five miles yep. from their house it's yep. always something innocuous it's always something close that you do normally that you're yeah. normally guarded from yes yeah and i think that whole night that whole day that's crazy i was just I'm in so shock glad i was okay. just in shock i was just like man i can't believe that happened what would I do without my noetic? All right, what would the world do without me? Oh, we'd be so sad. <laughs> El, how was your week? Yes, El. El. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why I moved, that's why I moved on. That's why I moved Don't on. Don't you start, sir. Okay. My week was pretty good. I'm over men at the moment. Oh, God. I'm legitimately just mm. fucking done. <laughs> I can't. So, what, what happened to transpire this, this okay. emotion? I have an ex who keeps coming back and he gives me like bullshit, like, I wish I could be the man for you. Which ex was this? In a different life, I would oh, be. Gosh. 
And I'm just like, oh, that first of all, how do you respond to that? Like, cause you're, you're not telling me you want me back, but you're kind of telling me you want mm. me back. Instead, you're saying, I wish I was a better man and in a different life, I would be your kid. I, it just made no sense. It pissed me off. Mm. So then I responded to him. I was like, please get off my phone with this bullshit. Yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, come hello. Leave me alone. What are you doing? Like, that's, um, he's trying to come back and trying to see if he still got it. He's mm-hmm. trying to slide in passively. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, get off my, stop playing on my phone. And then I went on a date, a really good day, actually. It couldn't and, be that good if you're over men. Right. Well, it was a good day. And then old buddy, like, I hit him up and was like, when are we, you know, doing a link up again? Like, we mm-hmm. had a good date. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, this weekend. Like, but didn't, nothing set date. No, set nothing yeah. set, right? Yeah. So the weekend came and, um... I was out with my friends and I hadn't heard anything from him. So we were all like having a picnic. So yeah. I invited him to come to the picnic. Like, hey, come through. A bunch of us are just chilling. Mm. He's it, he's like responding, but not saying he's coming, but not saying he's not coming. Mm. Right. And so eventually it's like an hour and a half later. I'm like, OK, you're yeah. clearly not coming. Yeah. Like, what's up? He's like, oh, I just want you to enjoy your friends. I think it'd be awkward. And I was like, why don't you just say that to begin with? To begin with. Yeah. And then he, like, messaged me later, but, like, the whole weekend came and went without him ever trying to make plans. Yeah. I, I was like, you're literally just full of shit. So, he didn't respond. I, he hit me up a couple of times. I didn't respond. And finally, he was like, I thought we had really good chemistry. I don't understand. But, bruh, you didn't put, you didn't make it an effort. You didn't make an effort. Literally. Like, you didn't make an effort to make it happen. You're, like, on my line begging for an opportunity. When I give you an opportunity... You don't take advantage of it. Like, it makes no sense to me. And I think you did more than what most women probably would have done. Is that you reached out to find out when we're going to see each other again. Yeah, I was and like, And right. you offered an invitation to come to see you. you Hello. Know, I, I, I would say that I would probably be a little cautious about coming and see around, be around somebody's friends so soon. Yeah. Um, so, that, but I just would have said that. Like right. you said, I just would have said that. Just say that. Yeah. Or and then I also was like, and then have a plan B, an alternative. They have an option. Hello. Then you have the alternative. Like, yeah. hey, I'm just gonna let yeah. you kick it with your friends, but you know, afterwards, hit me up. Let's yes. go do something, or you know, like tomorrow. Yeah. Let's. So it was just like, what are you talking about? So when he hit me back on my phone, like, hey. Uh, I really don't understand what's going on. I really thought we hit it off. We had such good chemistry. Mm. And I'm just like staring at my phone like. Did you say how you feel about it though? Did you tell him that you feel like he didn't put effort into trying to see you this past weekend? Yeah. And then crickets. Yeah. Literally not one word after that. Yeah, fuck that. I I was just like, what is wrong with people? Dating is so weird. Dating is so trash. And listen, I guarantee you, guarantee you, in six months, he's going to hit me back up Mm -hmm. like, dang, you did me so dirty. Mm -hmm. You don't even give me no chances. Like, every, it happens inevitably. Effort matters. Effort always matters. Are you dating Daphne? No. She just brought her eyes slippers. Okay. You're not dating. Are you over it? I'm so over it. It's a, it's a little so annoying. It. it is. I'm like, come on. Let's stop playing games. It's just simple. I mean, I think I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm an adult. You can be an adult too. Like, if you don't want to have a relationship, tell me that. Yeah. We can, like, whatever. Right? Like, just say what you want. But the problem is they'll tell me they want what they, like, what they think I want to mm-hmm. hear. Yes. Mm-hmm. And maybe perhaps don't want it. Or even if they want it, they don't know necessarily how to get it. Because there'll be so many times, like, I've been... On, I've been dating pretty aggressively recently and I can't tell you how many dates I think I've went on three dates in the last like week and a half mm. wow and three I, dates okay, right you know, okay I'm trying to get a little boo <laughs> and 
I, it is cuffing season. It's, hello. <laughs> it's getting cold. <laughs> I need a cuddle, honey. Uh, <laughs> and I can't tell you every single one of them has talked about their ex-girlfriends in depth. Mm. On or the like, first date? On the first date. Yeah, that's bad. Girls that they used to talk to. And I think it's like a... Without you asking about without it? Me, I oh, never yeah. asked. That's I, bad. I, I that's don't bad. do that. That's bad etiquette. All Big three. Etiquette. Yeah, All three. Bad. And I'm just like, I think a lot of people just don't know how to date, how to get what they want in a... Like, to, I think they might want a relationship, but they don't yeah. realize how to do that because it makes no sense. I think people are... More likely to be socially awkward these days. Oh like, my god! Develop socially awkwardness. Like people don't know how to be. Just have a, have a fucking conversation. Literally, just talk to me it. about you. And when I say talk to me about you, don't tell me about yourself in the sense like I'm this kind of person. I hate yeah. that too. But I know that's a pet peeve of mine. That's probably not normal. But I hate when people are like, "Yo, when you get to know me, you'll know I'm really loyal." Or when mm. you get, well, let me just get to know you because then I'll know yeah. by your actions versus your words. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's where I'm at. I'm annoyed. That's where my week's been. Take a little break from it. Take it like I know. A, take I've been, like a, I've been going off. a little hard. Little hitting month, hard. Yeah. So I've been hitting month, a little hard. But that's what happens to me. I either like go cold turkey. I don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah. Or I'm like really searching. I went on a date um, this past Friday. How did that go? With your old broken good. up ass. Uh, I was old broke. I, I had to cover my scars up. Oh, I didn't want to no. look like I was a crackhead. <laughs> You know, like, why do y'all got all these scratches on his damn body? Okay, but, how did but, it go? It was good. We had a good time. We went Yay. to, um, it's actually my ish, so I won't talk too much about it. Okay. But we went downtown Tampa along the Riverwalk. Um, I love the Riverwalk. Did the little um, pirate taxi, but I'll talk about it a little bit later. But. Okay. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into our listener shout out. Who we shouting out this week? Um, Listener shout out. Listener shout out. We're going to do... Oh, so listener shout out goes out to the first one. It's going to be two. So the first one goes out to the country of India. Um, they really have been going hard with the downloads in September. We got, I don't know who is out there listening to we all tea, no you. shade. But man, we appreciate you for being the number one place of downloads for all tea, no shade. Y'all have been the top listening location so far in September. So keep up the, the, the great work. And then the second one goes out to... Um, my friend who all both of you know, Melissa Ebanks. Hey, Melissa. Melissa. So Melissa had made a comment on our um, Altino Shade Instagram Melly Mel. account in regarding to regards to episode The Unprotected Black Woman. And so I wanted to read a comment that she had made. So she said, there's absolutely no reason for Tori to have shot her, period. Just like there's no reason for a police officer to shoot unarmed, unarmed black women and men, like never, black women aren't superheroes. We don't have superhuman strength. We are women, and we deserve to be protected the way we protect black men. Full stop. Mm. Yes, mm. the the construct of systemic racism was specifically created to destroy black families. Period. Good discussion though. And so we just want to shout out to Melissa E. Banks for she said that truth. <laughs> she said for saying what, what she said. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that was on the unprotected black women episode that we did. That's um, trending very well on all platforms. Um, if you want to be shouted out on all tea, no shade. There are a few things you can do and a few ways you can do it. Oh, how can they do that? You can find us and, and comment on our socials, which on Instagram, we're all tea, no shade podcast. No spaces, no words, no lines. Just all of that. 
No spaces, no lines, no words. That's a that's an incorrect. It's all Team No Shade podcast. The struggle is real. <laughs> no dashes, no spaces. Thank you. Sorry. And then on Facebook, it's called All Team No Shade is our page. And we also have a group called All Team No Shade Podcast and Friends. You can always go old school and email us at altinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. All right. That's Y'all how saw we do it. You were struggling. But you, you, you brought it back full I circle, did. I though. tried. I tried my best. We ain't going to judge you. Maybe a little bit, but not too much. I feel the judgment, but I'm okay with it. I deserve it. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get into Who Am I? Yeah, who are you? Who am I? All right. Daphne, do you know what, what happens in Who Am I? I'm getting ready to find out. Yes, you are. <laughs> All right, I'll All right Daphne, this is what is the rules for Who Am I? It's a guessing game between you and Mr. Noetic. Mm. And yes. I like to win. He so is super competitive and highly, I am too. highly annoying. So, so strap it on. So. Okay. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some current events. You have to just tell me who the person is. Okay. All right. I like to let my guests win, though, so I might let he you know. He don't. That's just lie. the opposite of what he said. He, he just liar. pulled a number four to five, he didn't he? He say that <laughs> when he loses. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, you my guess. That's why. But really, he was trying, he was to, trying to win. Did, did you tell her that she can't comment until after you finish? Oh, yeah. Her? So the first, the only real rule is that you have to let me get through the very first hint before you can say who you think I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. All right, let's get it. All right, so the first one is this former NBA player's wife is in the news for kicking out her mama at her house and repoing her car. Former NBA player's wife is in the news. The NBA player happens to be one of the best of all times. Um, do we hmm. need another player or the wife? The player? The wife. Her the name wife. is well enough that you would know her name. Really? Yes. Everyone knows her name here. Uh, I don't was know any of them. Is ex-wife? Um, no. But you can't, don't give hints out like that because then if he knows the name, <laughs> he will just say it because you didn't uh, technically say the name. Oh. So the NBA players. He's considered one of the best of all time. He's won multiple slam dunk contests. Michael Jordan, but was, so Juanita he actually Jordan? worked for Shaquille O'Neal. Multiple slam dunk competitions for multiple years. It's only a few people. Dwight Howard. Um, y'all, are, y'all are blowing my mind right now. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. know this. Are, are going crazy. You should know that. I do. I he has been relevant as of twenty twenty. Oh, uh, Gabrielle Union. No. Dwayne Wade. No. Uh, she would have won that because it's the wife. Why? Because oh, Gabrielle yeah. Union's Dwayne Wade's wife. Um, uh, Y'all are blowing What team my did he play right for? Now. What team did he play for? I, like, I literally can't. It just would give it all away. Well, that's the point. Well, uh, yeah, because we're struggling. Here. Yeah, so no. That's the lifeline. He's 15-time member of the NBA All-Star team. Kobe Bryant. Oh, Vanessa Bryant. Yes, there you go, Daphne. She no, I literally said it had to be the wife's name. You did, and I said it. That's some Point. Did I not? Did you not make that declaration? See how they did me slippers? Yes. So right. what? She kicked her mama 
Off or his mama? No, her mama. This is why I think, like, this is, should not be news. But Vanessa Bryant's mom claims she evicted her and repo her car after Kobe Bryant's death. Mm. They have, up until Kobe Bryant's death, and even after Kobe died, have been really, really close as a family. Mm. So I'm assuming something has had to happen yeah. for that to... Well, you know, Kobe had a very strange relationship with his parents. But this is not no, Kobe's this is her, her parents. parents. This is that's her mom. Uh, yeah, because I thought they were very close. Yeah, mm. no. So that's why I'm like, I don't know. Her mom's coming out in all these. I'm um, Spanish because her mom speaks mm. Spanish apparently only. But she's coming out on a, a show soon um, to reveal or talk about her being evicted and her car being re- repoed by um, her daughter. Mm. My thing is, her husband just died. died. Let her be. Like, and her child died. Yeah. And and why aren't you paying your died. own bills exactly. anyway? Right. They were living off that off of their money. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe she decided she no longer wanted to pay for her parents' stuff. It had to be a weird situation to happen for yeah. that, for that, that get to that point. Right. But I also feel like it's probably the right timing because after you lost your your husband and your child, you gotta protect home. She's more. probably had like she's more probably protective yeah. of her surroundings and the people in her house and mm-hmm. who she is and mm-hmm. maybe mama wasn't And the money and everything. I mean she gets to has three children that yeah. she's gotta raise and take care of. And two of them are babies. But you like, got people who probably would try to who who would try to take money and take money. Yeah. And but and she like, you know, she was taking care of mom the whole time. So I just assume that something has had to happen that really like triggered her where she cut her mom off. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. But I also feel like mom, the fact that you're coming out to talk to her, talk about this it's probably it's also a bad look too. It's probably an indication of why you got cut off yeah, in the first place. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Right? You're staying in. Now you're trying to shame your own daughter into, yeah. into the situation. You're like, you know? let, let me tell everybody in the world about how terrible my daughter is yeah. for evicting me. But I'm like, Kobe Bryant died this year. Yeah. Like this year in February. And so it's not even been a full year. Like yeah. she don't need to be in the news no more. I, I bet you it's probably, I mean, I, 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 they haven't said why, but I wonder if it is because mom was leaking stuff. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Mm. That's what I was going through my head. Yeah. But leaking my point stuff, is this, yeah. you're grown. Yes. And unless you physically are not able to care for yourself, make your own money, pay your own bills. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you probably, but it, they probably weren't paying their own bills. Well, they were used to that lifestyle. Yeah, true. Used to that lifestyle. Instead of, instead of stacking that money that he could have been making, they just probably were splurging, 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 living off off of the Bryants. Just assuming that just you assuming. it was gonna just always yeah, be forever. like that. Yeah, yeah, but I think you're right. She probably started leaking stuff. Yeah. And Vanessa found out. Right. Or or selling stuff. Because that's the only thing I can think of. Like with Vanessa, what we've seen from her is she is triggered yeah. with people leaking stuff about Kobe. Yep. Or talk like um, giving out information because a lot of stuff has happened where she hasn't been the one to tell her daughters about certain situations yeah. because people are leaking. So if mom was leaking or like um, Jay was saying, a potentially selling, selling memorabilia, memorabilia yeah. that would have been definitely a trigger. All right, so Daphne got that with my assist. You're welcome, Daphne. Oh, I'll nice. take my You're way welcome. Mm-hmm. All right, so this one is. Okay. I'm the point guard, apparently. Y'all need to be quick on this one. Mm. All right. So things got really, really petty when this rapper posted the grind don't stop after his wife filed for divorce. Offset. 
I didn't finish. You weren't finished. No, no she You said wasn't. after the divorce. I said after he. You said be real quick. You can't tell me be real quick. But she also and then, said she's got to get through the first half. I said you have to finish. You I said, literally didn't well, finish. All right, what do you have left? Let me see. Uh, you defaulted. Please finish. We we going to go for another one. No, just go ahead. We can talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right. So, as you guys know, Cardi B has filed for divorce from Offset. Correct. And he... His response, he hasn't responded directly to the divorce news, but he has been posting on his Instagram like pictures of himself saying, Grind, don't stop. He in, he in, he in ego mode right he, now. Yeah, he yeah. in unbothered, yeah. super taking a note from future, which why anyone? Oh, that's the worst. Future. That's the worst ego person to take mode. it. But from the grind mode, it's not incorrect. Future grinds, he makes that money. So I can understand that. But as far as like a healthy, Dealing with your emotions, dealing with the shit you done done. Processing. Processing is not not healthy at all. Not healthy at all. And so allegedly, Offset has another woman pregnant and has a baby on the way. And that is... Cardi B came out and said that's not what's true. Oh, really? That's what she said. Yeah, she came out and said, she said, absolutely not true. She said, there's no baby on the way. There's nothing like that. She said, point blank is, she got tired of fucking arguing with him. And not seeing eye to eye. And they grew apart. Yeah. She said, they grew apart. They don't see eye to eye. They argue on everything. She said it's just it was just time. She said it was time for me to go. Yeah. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. So she didn't. She well, made not it, good, but like I mean, she she could have said yes, it's a baby. She could have shit it on him and put the stuff out there. But she was like, no, there's no baby on the way. There's no room. She said, she said y'all always trying to put kids over here. She's like, ain't no extra kids. She well, said, don't we always <laughs> trying to put kids? We trying to we, we, we he has a history. Okay, mm. listen. Mm. Well, I love it when stars be like, "Oh my God, why y'all think that?" Well, because the last ten times that's what it's been. Exactly. Right. Yes. Like we we automatically jump to an affair because the last three times that you broke up with him is because another bitch. Right. Like yeah. the assumption is that if you keep doing it over and again, he has a problem. And that's and she said she you know she's not divorcing him because of cheating. He didn't do anything. Know that she knows about. Not, yeah. And she's not divorcing for the previous thing. Um, it's just that she's she, just over grew, it. she grew apart. They grew apart. It's the corona. It's the you Rona. Know, it's the Rona. Because the Rona, I feel like really people, it's forcing couples to spend a lot more time with each other. So if if this is the one that was meant to be, then for sure you'd be good about it. But if it ain't, y'all getting on y'all last nerves. Girl, even if that was the man she was supposed to be with, he's still going to work her nerves. Right. Woo. Just so, somebody quick 25. answer is so is cheating a deal breaker? Yes, for me. It's not for me. I'm torn. Yeah, I'm torn. Why? What's your What's the? I can't give a quick answer. I would, I would just say that. Like, will depend on the scenario. Yeah, because for me, I'm very open. I'm very open, honest, and I believe in safe spaces and talking about talking through your shit. Yeah. And if you, for me, if you came to me and said, "Baby, I'm struggling with." I want to sleep with somebody else. I'm well, I'll have a conversation about it. That's different though, coming you know, beforehand though. Yeah, that's, that's not. The, I would well, no, that's so, you know what I'm saying is that's how I am, and yeah. so I would want to talk about it. So if you go off and cheat, that I'm mean done. that means you didn't even come and give me opportunity for us to work through it to figure out can we both go out and sleep with somebody else? Okay, right. But most of the you time, know? if somebody's cheating, at least from my experience, it's not about the lack of sex at home. Yeah, no, it's it's deeper than that. I agree. I would agree. But back to my point, like, if you can't talk to me about it, for me, that's what hurts the most. It's not even the mm-hmm. sex yeah. that mm-hmm. really hurts. I, to me, you know it's the mean? betrayal. It's yeah. the fact yeah. that I can't trust in you anymore. Like, we have made this agreement to be partners and to rely and trust on each other. And if you can't keep up your bargain, 
in like one of the simplest ways because yeah. nobody falls on your dick. Like you know what I mean? Like there's like an active requirement. There. I can't just fall on some pussy. Right? No, you don't just fall into it. Right? It don't happen that, that way. That wop, that good old wop. Right? <laughs> I can't trust you. How am I gonna trust you with like my life? How do I trust you with like finances? Yeah. How do I trust you with all of that stuff? Like people who look at, I always look at people who are cheaters, and I always, I'm always interested in who their business partners are mm -hmm. because they've shown you already that in a partnership they have been disloyal so like the assumption is why would you want to be with yeah. someone who has already shown you that they have no loyalty alright yep alright guys let's go ahead so nobody got that one no womp 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 Daphne's up alright this one I think you guys will get I got it zippers I just hate you didn't get it you broke the rules the rules are simple okay guys this veteran is no longer returning to this housewife franchise. Done. What? Didn't you already talk about this one? Nene Leaks? Mm-hmm. It just came out recently, though, that it, it actually has been confirmed. So before, it was, like, rumored, but now Andy Cohen and both Nene Leaks have dropped videos on... Mm. Well, Andy Cohen dropped a, a cute little message on Instagram. I don't know who he is. Andy Cohen is the executive producer... Well, he used to be the executive producer of all the Housewives. Oh, okay. And he, did, he was the host for all of their reunions. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. At night when they yes, all come correct. on there. Yeah, yeah. And then Nene Leaks also came out in response and said she's no longer returning as well to the Real Housewives Atlanta. Real Housewives of Atlanta was the franchises out of Sorry, all of the Housewives was the most successful, and it was in large part, many believe, due to Nene yeah. leaks. I mean, I she, never, um, I never got into it. It was never my kind of. I've actually never got into any of the reality TV shows. My kind of reality TV show is like Survivor. Like, that's Survivor. what I like. I like like Pawn Star Stars. I like. Uh, Swamp People. Swamp People. I like uh, American Pickers. Like I like stuff that's like. Some kind of education or knowledgeable. What in it. you learning from swamp people? Oh my god, it's so. What she said, swamp people. I, I like swamp, swamp people. people. Are you have you know have you watched Swamp People? No, that's why Elizabeth. I that's why I've never seen it. Swamp People. Yeah. If you have never seen it, looks stupid as hell and yes. does not look at, at all entertaining. Watch two it episodes is. and you will be hooked. First of yeah, all, it's, it's, they're just like some of them are just some like just the good old like they're soul shows southern, like yeah. they're just the sweetest like there's this guy named Troy and he's a grandpa Troy, Troy's cool. and he's Troy's just cool. like you can tell he just loves everyone and wants everyone to be okay and good and he just has a, a soul that just like talks to you yeah. but he it's also Louisiana yeah but it's also Louisiana. crazy because these men are like on these rickety ass boats going against like 15 foot alligators and getting okay. alligators but yeah so so I, I got that one yeah same with you Jay I don't really watch the all of those reality TV shows. I watched it yeah. when they first started. Like, I watched The Housewives of Atlanta when it first started. But after, like, a year, I, I was over all of those reality TV yeah. shows. Yeah, the only one that I ever watched was when I was super young, and it was kind of the, the catalyst for everything else, and that was Road Rules. Oh, my God! Oh, 
I used to love Rove Rules and Real World. Real World. Yeah. Remember that? First of all, MTV was pioneers. Pioneers. Pioneers because Real World, we love Real World for how long? That started it. That really started it. That did start it. But where was Big Brother and all of that? Big Brother came way after. Real World was the first one for a very long time. Yeah, bro. I want to be on Real World. I want to be so bad. And then College Hill. Yeah. My mom would never have let me go on College Hill. It was too rowdy. All right, guys. All right, this is the tiebreaker. And the tiebreaker. I got this. Yeah, you're not winning. Don't look, at, don't look at her phone. Don't be cheating. I can't see that far. I'm on the glass. Sip she over cheating. <laughs> hey, y'all. Damn cheaters, man. All right, I don't know. Okay, this one is kind of hard. So, y'all just don't have the deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. There's no way for me to make this one easy. It is easy, but it. Just, it, read, the, just okay. read the clue. This frauder just got sentenced to prison and she gets to pick where oh, she goes. Um, um, Lori Laughlin. Yes. Damn, good job. Good job. So I, hey, was, I give credit where credit's due. I wouldn't got that shit anyway. Been allowed to pick where the heck she going to cop, going yeah. to prison. What so the hell? Lori Laughlin is Aunt Becky from Full House. Mm-hmm. She's the one that was, she in, was that in that college, college admission yeah. scam. Mm-hmm. And she's gotten two years. And they were, and but she gets to pick which facility she wants to go to. But is it like a like a prison prison, or is it like one of those celebrity prisons where they can get it's like super, no. super nice, or is it like a county? No, it's a, no, it's a federal, federal prison. prison. Oh, a federal, federal prison. prison. Federal, federal okay. prisons are a little bit different. When people are talking about things being nice. They're talking about federal prisons. This mm. is a regular ass state prison. So she's, oh, she's going to state prison. Well, actually, maybe not because she gets to pick. So I don't know. Like, yeah. But Mark- no, it has to be state because if she was. Um, like Martha Stewart didn't go to a federal prison. She went to like I mean it was a federal prison, but it was like an uppity. No, no, no. Martha, no, okay. Martha Stewart was not living the good life while no. she was in prison. Okay. No, it's the same one that Lil Wayne go to. <laughs> yeah, Meat Mill. <laughs> no, no. Oh, she was in that orange jumpsuit. Okay. In, oh, in yes. that small yes. cubicle. First of all, can we just talk about how Martha Stewart has the ultimate comeback? Because that bitch got. First of all, she's the most rowdy rided. Like she didn't snitch on no one. Nope. Hello, Takashi Six Nine, and she came out and like paired up with Snoop Dogg of all people, revitalized her entire career, and is now still like now has a better yeah. reputation than when she left. Than when she left. Because now it's like she's a cool aunt. Yeah, she cool. Because uh-huh. she was kind of bitchy before. Yes. Her her brand was really kind of uppity like and bitchy. Like a little uppity, mm-hmm. kind of like look downish. Yes. But now, now she's like, cool she Martha. Cool yeah. Who be, to be chiefing with uh, Uncle Snoop in the back. All right, Daphne, you are the official winner. Say of it again. Congratulations. Say it again. Thank you. I'm not saying it again. Okay, well, just tell us how you feel. <laughs> All right, Sipper. So this, we have with us Miss. Daphne Winston, Director of Financial Education at EduCore, a.k.a. she is a financial coach. I need her. And so we yeah, are, we are Girl, excited for you. to have her on. So we, at this moment, we want to get the Sippers opportunity to, um, I'm okay for a moment, um, get to know Daphne a little bit more. So Daphne, now you, you claim Ohio, right? No, I'm actually from Gary, Indiana. G-I-E. Oh, well, Gary, Indiana, right? G-I-E. <laughs> how did you um how did you end up going like what's what's Gary, Indiana like? Did you were you born in Gary, Indiana? Born or and raised, born and raised. Gary, Indiana, yep. Um and 
you know, that I had no choice in that. But is that from the, where the Jacksons were from? That's where the Jacksons uh, were from. Is that yep, what they're known absolutely. for? Yeah, Gary and Anna. Michael Jackson tributes everywhere. Girl, you know, not really. So the little house that they all grew up in before they left to go to L.A. Um, it was a block away from where my father-in-law used to live, and it is a tiny little house, mm. maybe 800 square feet. Oh yeah. wow! They was all piled up on top of each other up in there. There was house. so many of them. Do they have it um, like, like as like a monument? There's like, a small like. Well, last time I was there, there was a little sign mm. in front of it. Somebody's actually living, living there, there now. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that kind of saddens me to a point because it's such such a pivotal uh, family in Black history, in American history, but especially Black history, that you would think that they would try to come, you know, make it a place of memory and this is where the Jacksons lived and, and whatnot. There's there's been attempts. So I mean people will come there for like especially if they go to Chicago to go visit and then they'll come over to Gary because it's mm. it's a thirty minute drive. Who's that lady? Um the black Meryl Streep. The black Meryl Streep? our our number one. Not Octavia Butler, but um you think of the Viola was, Davis. Yeah, Viola. She uh, just did that. She just went back and bought her childhood home herself. She oh, did. Nice. Um, you know, to fix it up. And I was like, I wish that the Jacksons would have. They probably had so that. much pain there. They didn't want to. Yeah, none of them really wanted to do that. Yeah. yeah. They probably. I mean, Joe Jackson was not known to be the kindest. And he was pushing them a lot during that mm-hmm. time. So. Probably super negative. Uh, where else have you lived, Daphne? I know you, you've lived a few different places. Where else have you True. lived? So I lived in Kansas City area for about nine, ten years. I've also lived in Cincinnati. So that's where you get in Ohio uh, from. I knew, so, I, knew, I knew Ohio somewhere. Yeah. Weren't you in Chicago for a while? I lived in Chicago a couple times and Minneapolis. Wow, you've been times. quite a few places. And now I'm here in so Tampa. How, so how did you end up in the coolest city in Florida? Did you like Tampa better than everybody else? Is it your favorite? See, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, okay. we, no, we're asking these hard questions. We on all so, you know, and you had to pick which one you had to live. Like, which one's your favorite? Which one is your favorite? Well, right now, I'm choosing to live here in Tampa. I know, that's why I say Yeah, it. so that's where I'm choosing to be. But I love Chicago. So I have yeah. to say, of all the places, I love the big city. Me it, too. It's, oh man, the energy, the food scene, the black culture. Yeah. Um... It, it's awesome. Yeah. The weather sucks. That's that's yeah. why I left. It hurt my feelings. That winter of twenty fifteen, <laughs> it, it just hurt my feelings. It's like Chicago I'm out. It's a different. Cold. It's a different kind of cold. It, it cut through you. It's like in your bones. Ooh. I don't know how you go. How you get old in Chicago? Because my like twenty year old bones when I went was hurting. Mm. So I can't imagine being like sixty and seventy, growing old and having to deal with like because the it's the wind. Yeah. It could be not even that cold outside, but that constant that wind, wind chill. And it's a wet cold because you're yes. right off of Lake Michigan. Ooh, mm. it's the worst. But child. there are people who love it. I mean, my, I can't get my mother to leave. She loves yeah. cold weather. So How'd you end up here in um, St. Petersburg? You're in St. Pete. Um, mm-hmm. um, I was down here visiting a, a good friend mm-hmm. uh, in the winter. And okay. I was like, you know, why in the world I can live anywhere? Why am I still choosing to live in cold Chicago? So in this terrible I just, freezing. Yep. I just said, mm-hmm. okay, let's go look for an apartment. And she was like, really? I says, really? And that's made how it happened. Change. I made that's the change. Simple. Just like that. Boom. Made it up in my mind. So I've been here four years and loving it. Almost as long as me. I've been here nine years. So so how do you get in, how did you get into financial coaching? Oh man. So I started out, this is my second career, actually. I started okay. out as an engineer. So ah. I was an engineer and worked in the oil and gas industry. Hated it. I know I take that back. 
it just wasn't fulfilling. Okay. It's just like I was getting up, going to work every day. I made good money, but my soul just felt empty. Yeah, something you didn't want to do day in and day out. Mm -mm, No. Um, So got into financial planning, the traditional Mm. way, and did that for 12, 13 years. And I said, Mm. you know what? I enjoy, while I was good at making money for other people, what I enjoyed was helping those trying to figure out how to make their money work for them. Right. So I would volunteer at my church or um, other city organizations to just teach basic financial concepts. And yeah. I loved it. And yeah. I finally said, all right, just do that. So I sold my practice and <laughs> just did, you, did you feel crazy as hell when you were selling yes. your very, your, I'm a super, I'm probably successful practice to now try something new? It was crazy. My kids, so I've got twin girls. They were seniors in high school. Mm-hmm. Get ready to go to college. And I was like, I'm done. I got to do something different. My soul is crying out for something mm, different. Yeah. And I just did it. I and love everybody that. in front of me. No, I ain't. I was like, I have lost my damn mind. But I just felt like I got to take this step. Yeah. And, Absolutely. I, and I, that was. Do you regret it? Not at all. Okay. There we go. Not at all. So I've been doing that now since 2013, being an actual financial coach. The difference is I'm not selling financial products i'm not yeah. managing your money for you right yeah. i can help guide you to figure out what works for you but i'm not doing that right and how, did you, how did you get with your current company tell us what you're currently like what are you what, what are you currently doing right now How'd so you get that? yeah so currently the company i'm with now we provide financial education and guidance to collegiate and professional athletes so that's all we do mm-hmm. and so i meet with athletes on all levels and just helping okay, them understand how this because, you know, that's why I had her on the show I'm that's dating you know and I'm just saying oh we don't want her for that now well that's what I'm trying that's to that's what holler. you're trying to holler you know I like me a thickums <laughs> mm. girl I do too an athlete mm. be thick honey mm. I do I like them thick too so um, Woo, that's she have a lap I can sit in honey mm, <laughs> see, see how we do sit right now it would have been me and another guy talking about some fat asses over here they be all the Right they do now. this all the time. Y'all do. And, you know, we don't just work with male athletes. We've got yeah. a lot of female athletes, too. That's all good. So what's the, who's the, um, who's the coolest professional player that you've worked to, worked oh with so far? Oh, gosh. I know they're all cool. They're but, all like, cool. Like, who, who has stand out? Like, man, this is a really dope-ass person that I'm glad I met because of what I do. Is there anyone that you can say? They all are cool. So you're not going to try to box me. Okay. Like, listen, she's not going to mess me up. But it's too many different ways. So, I mean, I have to be careful about names. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm sure you send it an NDA. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm close. But there are a couple athletes that um, we work with that their names are a part of what we do. And so yeah. Greg Oden is one. He... Um, he was the number one pick coming mm-hmm. out of Ohio State University. Went to Trailblazers, went to Portland. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so working with him is truly amazing. His He's so humble. Yeah. To have been all around the world and done a lot of things he's done and reaching out now. It's amazing. Uh, Shout out to Greg. I haven't seen, I guess I haven't seen Greg. It's so unfortunate because Greg has so much potential. But man, yep. those injuries yep. just hurt him. His body betrayed him. Yeah, yep. his body betrayed him. And so it's just unfortunate that it happened. Why do you think uh, so many professional players end up penniless after making millions? What's the thought process behind that in your experience? In my experience, and I've, I've worked with so many um, current as well as retired mm-hmm. professional athletes. And the reason most of it 
most of the time it happens is while they're in it, mm. they've never been taught how to manage the money. Mm. I mean, think about it. When you were 21 years old and say you had no idea $4 million. Splurging, How'd buying you everything. Like a damn fool. Like a damn fool. Like a damn fool. Exactly. And, and had all of the trappings that came along with it the honeys mm -hmm. the the rep you know all the access so they yeah. they they one is immaturity when they get this money the second is they just have never been taught like most of us mm -hmm. so that's why what we do is so important we're not going in telling them how to invest or you know what they can't do we're just i'm just trying to help them see okay look the ball's gonna stop bouncing eventually yeah absolutely absolutely eventually it's gonna stop um so what are you doing today to make sure that you you good mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. the ball stops bouncing? Yeah, I uh, I can't even imagine lifestyle, you know, especially at twenty one. Like we all did like, stupid shit at twenty one and twenty two. But so, you was Paul, so you didn't have a exactly. lot of ways to get into trouble. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I. It's good that the NBA or all of these leagues are identifying or acknowledging that education needs to be part of these guys and gals uh, training of how to manage that money. Because even, even think about people who win the lottery. The lottery, exactly. Right, they yeah. often are broke within years because they don't know how to manage that money. It's called so. sudden wealth syndrome. And so that's, for me, that's key. Um, how do I help? Our people, because most think about it. Look at all the demographics in the different leagues, other yeah. than the NHL. Yeah, <laughs> it's us. It's us. It's black and brown people. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a this is an important question right here. What's your? Because we are sippers here on Altino Shade. We like to sip. We sip on different alcohol and coffee and mm. and and different things. What's your favorite wine? I know you're a wine a wine drinker. I am. What's a bottle of wine that a sippers can say? Hey, I'm gonna go try this wine out. You have one? So it depends. Yeah. So yesterday I cracked open a bottle of um, Camus Special Select. Camus? Mm -hmm. How you spell that? C A Y M U S. Now I was celebrating, just so y'all know. I was celebrating. Oh, so this is a, this is a this is a bougie bottle. This this, this is this, this is, is slightly a... expensive. Let's just put it. <laughs> That's that one. You this don't go over there and crack open. This, that no, you, yeah, this ain't you. no patio pounder. So, uh, but like I said, I was celebrating some some good health news. So, okay. Um, but if I'm, you know, it depends on the person. I like red wine, so, so I got every price point. So, what's a wine for people like myself who are super low level wine drinkers? That I, you're not I low like, level. Like, it's <laughs> not about high level or low level. <laughs> it's about along uh, your wine journey. Um, like it, I want to go, I want to be able to go to Publix and buy me a bottle of wine. So for somebody who's not, are you a red wine drinker? I'm a red wine drinker when I decide to drink wine. Okay, so I would start with like something kind of light, like a Pinot. Um, Pinot, that's white though, ain't it? No, Pinot Noir. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So gotcha. Pinot Noir, um, start with something like that. That's pretty mm -hmm. light. I like the um, the wine right now. Um, it's like a. Three crimes or nineteen like, crimes. Nineteen crimes. Yeah, yeah like nineteen crimes. I think Snoop is on the on the label. One he's of on, them. He's on one of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're definitely excited to have you on for the rest of the show. Um, thank you for being part of Altino Shade, and uh, this is going to be a great topic that I think a lot of people can uh, could use. Absolutely. Rona. Rona.
What about the Rona? In the finances. Rona. <laughs> I mean, Rona wrecked the shit. Yeah. Rona in the finances. Rona in the finances. All right, guys, let's get into the main sip of the day. Do you know what time it is? Mm-hmm. Hey, L, do you know what time it is? Hey, Sippers, yes, do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah. Yes, 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 y'all. Every time you say the yes, yes, y'all, that's my favorite part, just because it's so nineties. It's so nineties. I'm, I'm a nineties baby. I love it. I'm a nineties. Baby. I love it. I love it too. I was. I, I can't. Like I'm over watching Living Single, but I I've watched it from start to finish at least four times now. That was one of my favorite. It shows. never gets old. Never. Maxine. Oh my gosh. To this day. Yes. Still makes me cry laugh. Kyle. That's a great Kyle, show. to yes. this day, makes me cry laugh. Yes. Overton is hilarious. Like it's. It's just, they're all so freaking funny. Like, it's so dumb ain't no, funny. Ain't no denying and that. And they were so, in my opinion, they were so much better than Friends. Oh, yeah. They that's were a whole before other, Friends, that's but a whole nother that's a whole other discussion. Yes. Okay. But no, this is a great debate. So, Sippers, we are talking about financial tips during the pandemic. How can we save money? What Rona. can we do? How the Rona is and affecting our lives. Specifically here in the United States, obviously, it's affecting worldwide as well. Um, and so I kind of want to start it off with this this little stat that says, according to Experian 2019 consumer debt study, total consumer debt in the U.S. is at 14.1 trillion, with Americans carrying an average personal debt of ninety thousand dollars. So the first question I want to ask: How do we, as Americans, get to this point where we have so much debt? In your opinion, anyone can go. Doesn't matter. Go for it. I, student loan. That's what I know. I'm in the. First of all, y'all want to date a lawyer? Because <laughs> let me just <laughs> let me just tell y'all about these student loan debts right quick. And every time I think about it, honestly, it drives me insane because I did undergrad on a full scholarship, so all my student loan debt is literally from law school at a public institution, mm. which is the cheapest. So I've tried to I tried to minimize my debt as much as possible, and I'm still a hundred thousand. Yeah, deep, you know, but I have friends that are four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars deep in student loans. What? Wait, crazy. Hold on, hold on. Are they? Hopefully, they are surgeons. How do? No. But if you go to private schools, like so, when I got into law school, I got also got into I got into a couple of programs. So I was at one point looking at University of Miami and University of Florida. University of Florida was thirty thousand dollars for the year. Mm. University of Miami was forty thousand dollars per semester. Mm. And so wait, say that again. Yes, Mm -hmm. forty thousand per semester. So ridiculous. It is. Yes. And so if you you know, I think I ended up spending ninety thousand. By the time now, it's a hundred, right? Because even though you paid down, there's still debt. I fucking hate it. Mm. But um, I ended up spending what I would do in a year and a half at UM. I did in you know at UF, but UM it was you know you could easily leave out of there. I, I'm bad at math, so I have no idea what eight times three is. 
24. Thank you. Yeah, 240,000. You're right. I was going to yeah. pull these fingers out. <laughs> I always my fingers. Y'all, y'all better not I'm judge me. Like, no, y'all better not judge me. <laughs> this is a no judgment. So that's $240,000 for, for a law school right there. If you also went to a private school for undergrad and had undergrad loans, which sure. a lot of the people I knew did, yeah. then you have another $200,000 you know, so that's how you get to five hundred thousand dollars in student loans. That's Crazy. that is amazing, and, and it's easy. And a lot of people are in that boat. Well, when you're there, you're there. So yeah. you know, right? it, 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 shit. So I guess <laughs> she's like, I'm so We're talking. So Let's talk about it. Like, like, how do we? How do these bitches are in? How do we get here? Over, how does Americans get here? To well, the point. Part of it is one we we believe in instant gratification, and so mm. it's all about I just want what I want and I want mm. it now, and we're not about saving for it. That's true. That's part of it. That's true. Other part of it is the the student loan debt mm-hmm. um, and mortgage debt. Did that number you you quote? Did that include mortgage debt? Uh, some of that does include mortgage mortgage debt. Yes, correct. So it's it's overextension. Now you know we grew up learning. Okay, go to school, get a good job. You're gonna, you're successful. Mm-hmm. That's what I was taught. Absolutely, That's go to school, you'll get a good job, yep. you'll be successful. And but that was some was bullshit. So, but it's bullshit. But schools also were so much cheaper back back then. Back then True, you know, and you could do a whole semester for a thousand dollars, which is like hilarious because that's one class now. You know yeah. what I mean? That is true. I think we've been sold, unfortunately, a bad lie that we that you know, college is going to be the way to go. And, and it, and it does help you in your career, but these colleges are scamming us. Well, they, well, for one thing, they have no incentive to keep costs low. Mm-mm. None. None. Second, mm-hmm. the, the way we do loans, there's no, in, there's nothing to stop you from getting $500,000 in debt mm-hmm. and you come out with a sociology degree. Well, mm-hmm. what the hell, how are you going to make money? So that go to college, you'll get a good job. And there was some piece missing. I the piece was. Yeah. Attacked, y'all. I'm sorry. I have a sociology degree. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 no judgment. So personally attacked. So personally attacked. But my thing is, we didn't talk. We didn't say figure out what you want to do. Yeah. How much you gonna make doing mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. And then let's figure out how we gonna pay for it. Yeah. yeah. That no, it's not even the up. idea. They're like, oh, if you don't know what you want to do, that's fine. Go to college. The first college. two years, it's just general. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No. So when my kids, so my kids are. 25 I got twin girls and they are I can remember back when they were in junior high school I'm like you're gonna go to college but you're gonna go to college and you're gonna get a degree in something that some that they gonna pay you at least fifty thousand dollars because your lifestyle that's the minimum you need to live because you're gonna be off of mama's pay book okay yeah. and so they knew that growing up right too many of my friends they didn't say that to their kids they're like why are you stifling your child mm. Cause she ain't gonna be on my paycheck. Yeah, she ain't gonna be on my payroll. Yeah, right. Forever. Yeah, I um, I also think that almost if you go to, if you go to college now, you're gonna if you're gonna take on this loan, this debt, that you almost have to go for a very high paying degree job. You know, engineer, something that's gonna help you be help you be able to afford these loans to pay back. But that's the gag, though. Like I know, I mean, I know lawyers who make forty five thousand dollars yep, a year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's true. Yep. That's crazy that's to me. Crazy. Yep. crazy to me. Yeah, but like, that's crazy. 
that's a reality. If you a PD, a public defender, you know, even the state's attorney, um, they make better money than public defenders. But, yeah. you know, they're not making six Bank. figures. No, they're yeah. not. Right? And they're working like, many, many hours. Yeah, yeah. To, to come out of, you know, law school making six figures, you have to pretty much enter big law, which is these big law firms, which they work you to death. You have to do, like, a... a absurd amount of billable hours which yeah. is not the same amount of hours you work they're yeah. different <laughs> and, and, and it's insane but very few people qualify for that you no, know you're right and that's the discussion i think we need to have more yeah is understanding what's life like on the other side mm-hmm. right so i got my degree my first degree in engineering mm-hmm. and there was tons of jobs coming mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. i made a lot of money but yeah. i hated it so there's mm-hmm. a balance right yeah but at least i knew how much money i'd make coming out yeah and at least you could afford and to I could pay afford. back what you needed to pay back yes. and mm-hmm. do yes. what you needed to do yeah it says millennials ages 24 39 also carry an average Average mortgage balance of $224,500, the second highest after Generation X, who has an average mortgage balance of $238,000. In terms of credit card debt, millennials' balances are expected to climb. This age group's average credit card debt is has increased by nearly 40% since 2015, from an average credit card debt of $3,000 to its current of $5,000 average. And so we're living in a pandemic a lot of people have lost their jobs and they're living on on their credit cards. And it's unfortunate. So this is what I've read. Um, I was working as a foreclosure law firm during the recession as a paralegal. That's how I determined I wanted to go to law school because I was like you. I was like, I need to make sure before I did this really f- crazy financial investment that the law was something that I wanted to do. And so before I went to law school, I actually worked in a law firm as a paralegal. And that was back in the day when that when the recession of like the 2008, Eight, nine, yeah. 2009 recession hit. And when I tell you that law firm jumped from having 10 to 15 um, workers to over 100 people in one year. Let me tell you, when the economy bust, foreclosure law firms yep. boom. boomed. Mm-hmm. But... I'm looking at some of the things that I was seeing back then and I'm starting to identify them now. And yeah. so I, I, and I've been doing research and it looks like we're on the way obviously yes. to, to another recession, to either a recession, but I've been seeing more saying we're going to a depression, mm. which is going to make that 2008, 2009 financial crisis look like silly in comparison. I'm thinking so. Well, we're already, we're already technically in a recession. Yes. Yeah, correct. We hit that. Correct. Um, the thought is, are we starting to climb out of it? And I agree with L. I don't think so. I think we're going to see a second wave. We yeah. saw, at least at first, a number of people who were in the service industry, they were severely hurt. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and my heart goes out. And so if you can need credit cards or whatever you needed to stay afloat, shit, you do. That's what you do. Right. Um, but I think the second wave is coming, and that's yeah. going to be the white-collar workers. I mm-hmm. mean, the airlines are laying are planning to lay off tens of thousands of yeah. people. I just saw um, a couple banks mm-hmm. are talking about laying off 10, 20,000 people. Mm-hmm. It's coming. And there's executive orders right now through the you know governor where you are not allowed to, you can start the eviction process apparently, mm-hmm. um, and you can start the foreclosure process, but you can't actually kick, kick anyone out, out of their house at the yeah. moment. And so, at least in Florida. And so... For a, for a Florida, Florida, it hasn't really hit because a lot of people are still in their homes that are the minute that that you know is right is lifted is that lifted, lifted. So that they are lifted. Well, that's why they're having a, a huge exodus right now out of uh, California, out of out, out of, of LA, York. out of New York because they they were allowed to not pay 
for a few period of months. And now that it's gone, people are exiting because they can't afford it. There's nowhere yeah. for them to go. Mm-hmm. I know some. I know so many people on TikTok and Instagram who are living out of their vans. Yeah. Right. They're li- li- literally living out their vans or, or their cars because they can't. They can't afford to live in the inflated rent rate uh, prices and the unemployment. I mean, the unemployment rate at its highest peak in April 2020 was at 14 percent. 14%. And now it's down to like 8%, which is still, yeah, still a really yeah. high. Still really high. Um, what, if any, can someone who is unemployed do to try to save money or make the money last longer? What are yeah. some tips that we think we could? Well, it's, it's tough. I say three things. One is prioritize your spending. Mm. Really drill down and, and focus on what I need to keep a roof over my head. I need to have some food. For me and my family. Yeah. And some way um, to be able to to interact. So like my cell phone or something so I can interact with the outside world. So I can get a job eventually. The second thing is be proactive. If you're hopefully not living in a van yet, but it's say you got, you're behind on your rent or um, you got student loan payments. Well, right now they're in deferment. Yeah. But mm. you got other, like you get credit card bills. Yeah. Call them up. Yeah. Don't ignore them. Don't ignore them because it ain't going away. Be proactive and work something out. And then the third thing I like to say is, you know what? Plan for better times. This this sucks right now. This hurts. But it's gonna get better. Right. And so keep your mind positive. And then when you do get another job, when things do get better, remember this shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you get back on your feet, really focus on putting money away. Yeah. That's, that's would be what my tips would be. I, mean, I got some tips I'm going to read, but I'll go ahead. Got anything on that? So when you talk about prioritizing your spending, because I was having this conversation with my nephew and his version of prioritizing and my version of prioritizing <laughs> was a little bit different. His is still included his Y2K uh, membership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> all the extra stuff. So, um, how, what are ways to, to prioritize your spending, to, to be smarter about your spending, but also to not deprive yourself of any happiness, right? Yeah, that's the key. And I, I don't like to say smarter versus, because then what's the opposite of that? Oh, you say I'm being done with my spending. Right. Now I'm not judging you, but I hear so many people say that and words matter right. in my opinion. So it's like, when I say prioritize, yeah, you do have to have some things in there that make you feel good right but do you want to have your y2k or do you want to have rent in two months Mm -hmm. do you know do you want to have a roof over your head or you want to be couch surfing Mm -hmm. but you still can do this so and also know that it's not a set thing Right. He may have his priorities this way now, mm-hmm. but two months from now, I'll be like, oh, gotta change okay. this. Yeah. let me change this up. Yeah. Right. So here's some tips that I, they, they say you can do around the house if you're trying to save money. So y'all can say whether or not you could, you agree with this or not. Your statement. Don't buy bottled water. It's like instead of buying bottled water, mm-hmm. go and, and get you a little get Brita a filter. filter. I got a little yep. filter in my, in my fridge. Yep. It cost me $60, you know what I mean, for that, mm-hmm. for that container of water filter. But... I was going buying so much bottled water, and it's so funny because in New York, maybe it's because there's so many flights of stairs, and but it's more common for people to have the Brita, the Brita faucets. You just get the filter that yep. you put on your faucet, faucet. and call mm-hmm. it a day. Yep. Yep. And you don't see actually now that I think about it, I'm like that was so common in New York, but yeah. I, you don't see that at all in Florida. I, I I try to buy one for mine, but the, the faucet in it just does not 
doesn't work. I wasn't going to go through the work trying to change it over. But yeah, so they say that. Um, they say make your own coffee. Mm-hmm. So definitely um, spending five bucks on coffee. Started going Starbucks. to Starbucks or going to Dunkin' Donuts. I love me some good Dunkin' Donuts. But I mean, Starbucks is what? How much is the coffee? Oh, easy, five bucks. I stopped uh, drinking Starbucks. So you go five bucks a day, you know. That's as up. Eat now. Eat now. So, and I understand some people who, who, you know, like my daughter's a nurse and I got a friend that's a, um, a law enforcement officer. They're on the 12 hour shifts. So it's a lot easier to just grab something yeah. and, and eat it versus bringing something from home. I get that. I'm not saying go cold turkey. Yeah. But shit, instead of every day, right. maybe cut it in half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That way you still get to enjoy eating out absolutely and get something different but then you also are making a positive change daphne's always on my case i'll be trying to i am food. i am she'll be like, like, she'll be like jay we gonna you, cook you know you're trying to save money don't you you, you can save five dollars <laughs> i'm like damn it can i just have a burger no can i have a burger <laughs> no <laughs> you know? yes you can have a burger we can go buy some ground beef and make yeah. our own burger yes uh, another tip they said eat leftovers. I know so many people that do not like eating leftovers. They're like, oh, I can't eat leftovers. I'm like, I, is it just me? I like leftovers. It depends on what kind of food it is for me. And yeah. so, but then I also like order accordingly because of that, right? Mm. Like, there's certain stuff that I don't like to heat back up, mm-hmm. and so I'm. It's not going to work out for me. Like Chinese food, Mm-mm. Chinese rice, fried rice. Never eating that back up. No. So if I don't eat it on the first go, it's just not happening. Yeah. And look, I, my my late husband, he he was raised, he never had to eat leftovers. His mama cooked something fresh for him every, every day. single day. And so that little... Oh, what a mama, nice life for him. Uh, it was, to marry me. Okay, like, what? <laughs> I'm like, we gonna stop we this. Gonna change this. But I would be like, okay, fine. You don't want to eat leftovers tomorrow? I'm gonna freeze it up. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna pull it out two weeks from now. Okay, uh-huh. you won't uh-huh. gravy over it. You won't even know. Okay. And so that's the way for that's those actually that one don't of the, do that's leftovers. Actually a, that's a tip on here is uh, freeze your food. Yeah, that's, your I food. definitely freeze my food. And that's a good way to handle leftovers too. Like if you cook something that you love, I honestly think by the third day, you're not going to eat it. No. You're not going to eat it, but you might eat the second yeah. day, but you're not going to eat it the third day. I don't it's know. Like, like I'll buy, I'll, I'll make spaghetti. Like, I'm I'm a I'm a He's single such, man. Such a bachelor out like yeah. a bachelor. And so I'll make spaghetti meal. and I'll eat it on for a few days. Oof. See, yeah. I can't eat nothing more than second day. Then yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm See, sick of this. It. But if you freeze it, then you know And you pull it out. You put, yeah. first of all, when you freeze food, it's it's literally creating your own frozen dinners. But when you are like, especially drunk, I guess we don't do that anymore because of corona. But like, you know, when you have like come home from a night of partying. And you just throw that thing in the microwave, Girl, and it's like yeah. home cooked food, though. Yeah. Oh, you high. Mm. So good. Food just be so excellent. So, another tip they say, I guess this is probably more so for people who own homes. I guess you could do it if you live in a patio or live in an apartment. It says to hang dry your clothes instead of going to the laundry mat and spending money drying in the clothes. It says you can hang your clothes outside, sun and dry it. And you'll be and you'll be fine. I remember back. I remember like I grew up in the country, right? And we had clothes clothes lines, yeah. right? From one point to another point. I mean, after you washed your clothes, you went outside and you hung your clothes up with a pin, mm-hmm. and that's how your clothes dry. There was no there was no dryer, dryer mm-hmm. that you did. We were we weren't rich enough to do 
to have a dryer. But that cuts down on your electric bill. Oh, sure. for sure. You know, hanging your clothes and versus, you know, going to the, the I'm dryer. I'm drying my clothes. I'm, that's just where I draw the line. First of all, yeah. I hate laundry so much. I hate it too. That if you if you made me put it on clothes lines, first of all, I would never see that clothes. <laughs> I would never see the clothes again. It would just be like, that was good knowing you, honey. Right? But yeah. like, it would just never happen. Nah, it would never happen for me either. What about, uh, this is one that I, I've been trying to get myself onto. It's a... Uh, use a budgeting app do y'all have budgeting apps is that something we have yes say it again yes a budgeting app what budgeting apps i I know mint is one is there another one that's better than mint or just as good as mint i infrequently use ynab uh-huh you need a budget you need a budget Mm. yep it's so hard though to stick with the budgeting apps it's hard for me to keep track of them because First of all, can we just talk about how daunting it is when you download these budgeting apps and then you get these, like, this sample one, and your sample one never looks at all like what your real life looks like, and then you need to remember, like, what your life looks like and keep, like, fit changing. It's a commitment. That's it what, is a commitment. A budgeting yeah. app is a full-blown relationship with you and your phone. Well, so, so is a meal planner. Well, is it a relationship? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a relationship with your money. Yes. That's what mm-hmm. it, it help, it's trying to help you mm, get to. She said to. that. She, she said. did. I felt that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not just you. Well, I, okay. I don't I want a divorce. Okay. I want a divorce for this damn money. No, I'm, you uh, cannot divorce. <laughs> but it is. It is helping helping us communicate with our money in a different way. That's yeah. how I like to see a budgeting app. And as a luck, Elle, don't roll your eyes. Come oh, on, Elle. I'm struggling. So I, I get it. It's it's a commitment. You mm. got to put time in. I use Mint, but I've, I know every dollar is one. Some people yeah. use Albert. That's another one. That's, hey, Albert. Hey. I don't know what it is. Albert? Albert. It's, an, it's a That's relatively new app for mm. money tracking. The reason okay. you do it, the reason we do it, whether you use an Excel spreadsheet or you put your money in envelopes and do the cash, ma- go old school that way, it don't matter. Find a way to communicate with your money and let your money communicate with you. Mm-hmm. And a tracking app helps you see where your money's going. A lot of people don't know where to spend that money no. until they see it. No. I and probably then afterwards, got, yeah. you look at you like, damn, did I spend that much on eating? It's always on food. It's always on food for me. Every time I do a budgeting app yeah. and I look at like what I actually, mm-hmm. what where, where we've gone wrong on things, mm-hmm. and it's Amazon. Food, yeah. <laughs> it's Amazon and food for me. I so it's lot, Amazon yeah. and food. What about you, Jay? Um, I've, I think during a pandemic, it has been more so food, ordering food, than it has been anything else. Because I, I made a point in 2019 to try to cut back on a lot of stuff. So I got rid of, like, my Netflix. I got rid of my, um, I had I had Netflix. I had Hulu. I got rid of all that stuff. And that, but now I have, I would never get rid of my Spotify, just because I just love music. Okay. I'm willing to pay thirteen dollars a month or whatever mm-hmm. for my quality quality music. But I would think definitely ordering food. But I think I, this is a question I'm going to ask. Do y'all feel like y'all made or saved money during the pandemic? Mm, I was going to ask you that. I feel like I, I have spent less money during the pandemic well, working we from can, home. We can, working from home and you yeah. can't go out. Yeah. For sure. By default. Like, just by default. You're not going out. You're not spending all those fees to, like, dance or drink or party. Mm-hmm. If you're drinking, more than likely you're buying a bottle at this point. For me, I've actually done the opposite where, you know, we were super paranoid. And the minute we went, we went to a Chinese place to mm. just get takeout. And we realized they weren't using face masks when they were making the Chinese mm. food. What? Which is, by the way, hello, guys, when you're eating out, a lot of times those chefs are not wearing face masks when yeah. they're preparing your food. So if they have it... 
then you know hopefully your food is hot enough to kill whatever it is right but the minute we realized we saw that we stopped ordering out altogether and so we went from like eating out maybe like three times a week to like eating out not at all for months i have never saved so much money in my life yeah me too me too um and so a lot of people during arona you've actually seen your net worth go up yeah mm. because mm. spending has gone down mm-hmm. on things we just not hard hanging out i know for me mm-hmm. it happened can i, I like, just dang. hang out for a second like can i just do, go to a throwback right girl quick? i can't i want to hear some live drink. music yes jamming yes i miss that so much just get cute with your home girl mm-hmm. put on some heels mm-hmm. girl. but girl i put on some stilettos the other day i damn near broke my neck i was like oh i gotta get used to wearing these again i went dancing like the other day i went to a dance class and first of all a bitch is not in shape anymore <laughs> i was da- like dance one i was like <sighs> mind you we have like that dance class you have to wear your face max properly the whole time Ooh. but i was dying i was Ooh. like i am out of shape yeah so going yeah. back to the I, 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 when I work with my clients, I, and not just the athletes, so when I work with my financial coaching clients, what yeah. I say to them is most of the time I bet there's two areas that you spend money on that you know are your triggers. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. You don't have to track everything, right? Yeah. Most of the stuff, so when we go back to using these budget trackers, yeah, it's a pain in the butt, but most of the stuff, your rent, your car payment, your insurance, that stuff is easy. Yeah. It's, you set it and forget it. It ain't changing. It's the other little things. Mm-hmm. And most of us have to. It's either shopping mm-hmm. or it's eating out. Mm-hmm. That's both for me. Hey. There you go. <laughs> so my thing is, my, my tip is just pick one of those two and say, okay, for this month, I'm going to set this budget mm-hmm. for Amazon shopping. Whatever it is, $100, $200, whatever. Yeah. Amazon is disrespectful. It is. I don't know if y'all know this, but Amazon has a feature where you can put yourself on a budget. On no. Amazon, yes. If you go into the set, it's so rude because I have gone over it every time. Oh, yeah. But I don't like, spend too much on Amazon. There no is a feature on the settings where you can literally put yourself on a monthly budget. And if you if you overdo it, you have to take like an affirmative step to like, it'll tell you like you're over your monthly budget for Amazon. Oh, tell us how to access that, Elle, please. Uh, let me find it. Because I know what I tell people is unsubscribe. Yeah. Unsubscribe from all of those things that you know are tempting you. You know one thing I you mentioned Target. One thing I do when I go to Target, Ooh. I I, I take cash. I just I take I, I just take cash when I go to Target. So that's another tip because if I go to Target, I'm going. Ooh, that's a nice candle. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a nice little thing. Target gets me every, know, single every single time. I just spend 150 dollars. Putting some some. Oh, they got a clearance section. I don't know they have a clearance section the in Target. The clearance section is I, the cause, best. Because I'm bougie. I don't do clearance in oh, Target. You, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the clearance section. <laughs> I'll tell you that clearance yeah. section is, uh, is, is undefeated. Oh, yeah. Yes. I like it is undefeated. My favorite bathing suits I've gotten on the clearance section. and then But then you like 10 bathing suits in, so yeah. it's no longer... A, sale. a deal, yeah, exactly. It's still a deal, but you you've spent now more than what you would have spent. Yeah, had so, you just gotten one. I just don't go to Target as much as I love yeah. I, I going can't go. in. I, I can't go. go. I just can't go. I literally just don't yeah, go. I like Target. I'm a Target. I'm one right right across the street from me. So, so but yeah. See, so that's yeah. your that's one of your trigger ones. Yeah, but you know what? I, I I'm I'm not a uh, I'm not a window shopper kind of person. I never have been. Like I don't go so in. You a man, that's what you about to tell me. Basically, like okay. so when I go in, I go in with a very strict guidelines of what I need, what I want. 
and I buy it and I, and I typically walk out. I, I don't walk around the store. But then you I'm go look in the, tar- in the candle section. Because I love that. candles and I'll go. So I try to stay out of that area. So, but yeah, so that's another tip is cash, carry cash. If you're going to go into a store because it's easy just to swipe, swipe, swipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while Elle's looking at it, where, where, where do you, where do we think our bad money habits come from? Where do we, where have we developed these bad money habits? I think a lot of it could be how we were raised. I think we don't know when our parents can only teach us what they know. Right. And if they don't know how to budget, they don't know how to, I remember my mom didn't, at one point didn't even know how to tell me how to balance a checkbook. You yeah. know, she does now, but at that point she didn't know. I mean, I remember having bounce checks and going over overdrafts and it's like, well, I don't even know what the fuck going wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I think a lot of times, like, you don't know what you don't know until you know it. And it, and it takes, you know, getting educated on how to spend credit cards. Cause they come at you early oh, when yeah, you're young for credit card. Because they know they can get you trapped in that system yep. and get you get all that money. So where did, where did we, our culture, where we come from? Our culture is is spend, spend, spend. Buy, buy, buy. Yeah. I mean, our, our, our economy is based on the consumer. 70% yeah. of our economy is based on you, me, and me spending yeah. money. And so think about it. And Every, black culture, we're the number one consumers of of, of uh, goods. Yeah. We're consumer based. So yeah. and from our generational perspective, we've also been taught like you deserve, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes we hit the you deserve before we actually really deserve it. Yeah. You know, like I'd be like, mm, I deserve this girl. You ain't did nothing, nothing to deserve this. You better sit yourself down somewhere. Yes. And so that, but I also want to like take into effect or take into consideration that inflation in the capitalistic nature of America has also like made it impossible to survive. There's a reason why people who are millennials, you know, they don't have home ownership the same way that their parents did because back in those days, you know, back in that day, you could have a, um, a house with only one income. Yep. Yeah, I can't do that no more. You know, now by default, like by you know, not by default, but if it kind of requires two incomes, or you have to be very smart with your one income to be able to. And most most millennials and Gen Z Gen Z aren't even buying houses. They yeah. can't afford to buy houses yeah. on the money. Because we were also the generation where they pushed college, yeah. and so a lot of our money is tied up in student loans. Yeah. Uh, quite frankly, of the generations before that, they did more trade schools, they mm-hmm. did more um, apprenticeships, and so they didn't and college have, was a lot less expensive. And when I was, went to school. It was a lot less expensive. So much. It wasn't as profitable. And so. So so let's in this main sip on a advice, another advice piece that you would say for someone in 2020, what is a one major thing you can tell them to, to try to do? And I would say for me, it's like. I have another question, too. Okay, go ahead. Do yours first. So if you are struggling financially, right? So this is to me, it's like the chicken before the egg or the egg before the chicken. Which one comes first? Right. Because. If you're if you're struggling financially, i.e., you can't you're not managing your finances well on your own, the idea would be to get a financial planner or to get somebody mm-hmm. who can assist you with mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But they obviously their services don't come for free, right? That's they true. deserve to make right. money paid, off of yeah. and to be paid, exactly, right? And so it's that chicken, the egg, or the egg or the chicken situation. What? How do you? What? What's your advice for people like that, where it's like maybe they're not in the best financial situation or place, so they probably need a financial planner but Mm -hmm. now that's another like $60 a month that you have to figure out where that's coming from and figure out how to manage that as well Mm -hmm. so what do you how do you get them to the place where they can get into a financial planner well 
I say that when you get to the point where you're sick and tired of being broke mm -hmm. and living paycheck to paycheck and you realize there's got to be something better, mm -hmm. you're going to find a way. Mm -hmm. And so that's when a financial coach makes sense. Right. It really does. And find one who speaks your language, mm -hmm. who actually listens to you, who has gone through a little bit of what you're going through. Right. Um, and that person can help you see the areas where if you just make a slight change here or there, mm -hmm. you more than make up for that money that you're paying the coach. So a lot of financial planners, I don't know, is there like accreditation where that's like universally accepted that you can say, okay, if you have this accreditation, this is a good financial planner? Because what I've seen is like, everyone's a financial planner kind of right now. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like everyone's a life coach, everyone's a mm -hmm. uh, YouTuber, everyone's mm -hmm. a podcaster. I mean, like everyone kind of goes into all of these multidisciplined or these areas where the certifications are, you know, here and there, and it's not one universal thing that's governing it. So how can you tell which one's credible and which one's not? Girl, that's a great question. So there, you're right, there's really no set standard for like a financial advisor. Anybody can call him or herself a financial advisor right? as long as they pass a really, really short, simple test. Mm. And they're able now to sell mutual funds, insurance products, that kind of stuff. But they mm. don't really have the education. For the gold standard for a financial planner, mm -hmm. it's called a certified, a CFP, a certified financial planner. Mm. I've got one of those. You've got to go back to school You've got to get an education in the six areas that encompass full financial planning and mm. pass this really hard test, just like you and, and the bar, the bar mm -hmm. certified financial planners. Most of them don't pass it the first time around. It is really hard and all encompassing. So look for someone that's got what's called a CFP, certified financial planner. That is like the gold standard for financial coaches. Mm. That one is, you're right, kind of like a life coaching. There's a lot of different um, accreditations. accreditations and stuff like that. You just kind of got to get to know them. So for me, um, I'd say find somebody that's at least got a, a certified financial planning designation because that means they understand budgeting. They understand taxes. They understand insurance. They, yeah. They know the basics. So the go-to is find somebody who has a CFP who also provides financial coaching. Because that way... Because that's different. You yeah. know at some level they've been vetted. They've been vetted. Exactly. That's would, my advice. I would also say... Well, going back to your other point, it's like um, when you're back against the wall, you find a way. And it's sort of the same thing, like, with anything, right? Most people don't hire a personal trainer until they've had something major happen. It's like, you know what? I can't do this by myself. Mm -hmm. I need help. So you hire, hire a personal trainer or in life coaching. You know what? I'm going through a major transition. Major, I need some guidance. And so same thing with a uh, financial planner and coach. I would say with the age of technology, what I've noticed is that there's so many different people out there who's giving away free advice and free tutorials on how to do things. So if you go on YouTube, if you go on TikTok, if you go and you search for that specific category, you can learn, at least get yourself started in the right direction yeah yep right and so it's really no excuse for not being able to learn something because people are giving away the information because they're giving away because they're trying to build their brand mm -hmm. and so a lot of people give well here's how you flip this product or this is how you save this money yeah so there's ways out there to do it you just got to go search for that instead of searching for big booty holes right 
You know, go search, go search for money, money, seven plans. I um, have switched to that. I switched my social media to accounts. Like I'm following accounts where I can learn something. Like yes. we are all on this so- social media obsession kick. It's a, we're all com- have this compulsion to be on social media. It's real. But at least like learn something while yes. you're there. Yes. And sometimes it does help to have another person help keep you accountable mm. to help bow. you know there's a lot of stuff on social media like you said and some of it's conflicting yeah for sure and so having another person to bounce some stuff off of is helpful yeah and so don't be afraid to try something new do something new sippers new. that's mm. right all right it's a good main sip i think it was good enough let's get ourselves <laughs> going <hate> you. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of statement is that i think it was good enough, it was good so. enough. It was thank great. you Jay. no it was good it was amazing i'm just saying that you know we are on time constraint sippers so i have to keep Keep mm-hmm. it moving. Keep it moving. All right. All right. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let's get into unsolicited advice. Yeah. Well, let me give you a little advice. What? <laughs> so unsolicited advice is Elle has found some um, advice, pieces. advice pieces across the internet. I love how he's explaining my stuff. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. <laughs> and so we give unsolicited <laughs> advice. So much attitude. They, they haven't asked. Okay. She has attitude, not me. She may, I'm just ignoring her. So I can't wait to hear this unsolicited advice. I love this stuff. All right, guys. Um, All right. So I'm first one I bring to you is from Sean Neal. Sean Neal. And he goes, not quite sure how to begin to move on after finding out my wife has been having an affair since the middle of July. And of course, I'm the one to blame. Well, about a week ago, she tells me that she wants to fix our relationship and wants our family to be together. So, of course, I wanted to work on our problems. Well, this whole last week, I discovered that she's still talking to old boy Mm. and telling him that she loves him while I'm asleep right next to her. As much as she's hurt me and continues to hurt me, I can't get over her and I want to try still. But reality hits me for a quick moment. And I know she's toxic for me, but I can't let go. Mm. We have a son together and we've been through a lot of stuff that honestly I couldn't have gone through without e- we-, we couldn't have gone through without each other, which is why I'm having a hard time letting go. She's telling me that she loves me and she wants this to work, but doesn't act on it. She will not be intimate with me anymore, but she has had wow. sex with him. What? I wrote my whole family off because of the way they treated her, which turned out to be a mistake because mm. she's the only person now that I have left to confide in or seek advice from. Mm. When my dad committed suicide in February 2019, she was the one who was there and helped me get through his passing. I don't know what I'm holding on to. I need to know to walk away, but I'm also scared that now with us with, with us breaking away, I'll get less time with my son and my son will get more time with this guy. Mm. What do I do? Do I try to hold on or do I walk away? He's definitely uh, living in living in fear. The hell? You yeah. know, he's run, run. You got to run, bro. Run, 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 run. Run where? He's, run he's far running away. from instead of running to something. He's got to figure out. Mm. I mean, you. Have, I honestly, I wouldn't even say run. I, yep. I, the first question I have to ask you. You gotta is, leave though. It's not. It's not healthy for him at all to be in that relationship. It's not the first question I would ask mm, him. Me neither. The first question I ask him is how important is it for him to be living with his son, and how important mm. is it for 
like that scenario to happen because it's real, mm-hmm. right? It's real. Like we can't get over the reality of the fact that when you guys do break up, mm-hmm. your kid is now exposed to someone else and they do get a bond and they do get attached. Right. And so you can go from having your kids obviously every night, every day, and then only getting them on weekends or only getting them two times a week or three times. I mean, that's bound to happen preach. for a breakup for sure. Absolutely. Right. And so now your relationship with your son is impacted pretty significantly by your breakup with his mother. And so my question to you is what right now is the most important focus for you? Right. Obviously, this is a toxic situation, but if you are still if your if your relationship with your son is important, then I think you try to figure out a way to make this work if it can work, or you just stay in the sunk. I'm sorry. I suggest. I think that's the reality. Well, I suggest he has to work on himself. I see a lot of yes. low self esteem there. Yes. He's put up with a lot. He's been isolated. It that's sounds a like. bigger He's, issue. His yes. family's not around him anymore. So I suggest she's a master manipulator. Yeah. By the way, find a therapist. He needs to go to therapy. Yeah. He's the one that is miserable. She ain't. She's she's happy. She's she got what it's, it's a, but Yeah. But my thing is this. He's going to be a parent whether he's with his son all the time or not. Yeah. And learn how to be confident and comfortable in himself because he can't control other people. His wife. He, no, he cannot. And so as long he's got to find himself. It sounds Absolutely. like he's lost himself. At, at the end of the day, it's about his happiness. So, and so why his kids are important, absolutely. Yeah. But if he's miserable, he's gonna, that's going to affect his kids. It's it gonna does. Affect, so yeah. he has yeah, to figure that's, out, that's a, that's hold, a, on, hold on, yeah. hold on. He has to figure out his own happiness and figure out if it's better for him to stay in it and be miserable right. or does he want to be happier and try to make it work outside of that because he's not getting intimacy. He's, he's not, not getting, getting love. He's He is obviously being mistreated. And so I, I agree with Daphne. He has low self-esteem. Right. He has to work on himself. And he will never be able to work on himself in a negative environment that impacts his, his, his everyday life. I'm not saying to leave because yeah. leaving when you're married, that has legal consequences. That's got financial. Co- and it's got. I think well, your, your, your alternative is he either stays in a miserable situation or he goes to a happy situation. That's not the reality of Correct. that scenario for him. The scenario is he's going from one miserable to another miserable. He needs to figure out a way to be happy in whichever situation he chooses. And he needs to pick which one's the least miserable. No, for that's him. a horrible choice. That's horrible. That's but not a, that's not an option. That's the reality. It doesn't have to, but that doesn't not have to be your reality. Which one's going to be long, longer impact? And staying in a situation that clearly she does not want to change. He's going to be unhappy in that situation for a long period of time, or get out and be temporarily no. happy and build if on that. If he learns to how to what makes him happy, because it sounds like he's based his happiness on being with her, right? And that's, but he's not happy you in himself. Do, you can't do I'm that. just saying, if he if that. he is one of those people, for some people, for some men specifically. There, they had a tumultuous relationships with their own fathers growing up, and so the worst thing for them would to have a to be a um, to not have a close relationship with their child, right? And so he has to determine which misery or which scenario mm-hmm. he's most comfortable with. Either he's most comfortable in staying in the situation with her, where obviously she's she's going to she's she is. If she was a man, we would we'd all know what kind of person she is. She's a, she's a fuck boy to the highest yep. degree and level, right? Or if she, he can be happy, you know, in another scenario where he leaves out, but then he doesn't have that that tighter bond or that tight connection with his son. So, it to me it depends. It depends on which. So y'all one. Are, y'all are advocating 
for people to stay in unhappy situations because I think that's you, just what I it is. I disagree with that. I think it would be an unhappy situation for him regardless. I think one would be unhappy. I think they both would be unhappy initially, but I think one where you step out of a situation where it's negatively, negatively impacting you and you can still build your happiness first and work on that. You can't control other people. You can't. You can't control other people. And so at the end of the day, but you don't want to be miserable. For him, he may want it, access talking, to his son. That may be more important to him. He probably going to have to go to court. It's a different so level of access. That's yes. what we're talking about. Yeah. And when it comes to your children, it's a different level of access when you're together and when you're separated. I'm not it disagreeing is. with the level the, of access. Right. I'm, so the assumption is that he'll be happier. He might not be happier not be. being without the, without the same level of access that he has son. right now to yeah. his kid. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm arguing. And a lot of people, a lot of women do, do this. We, a lot of we women do that. A lot of married people stay together because of the kids i'm not saying that right. like i understand you, that you, happens. you assess your situation best on all based on what makes you the most happy and that's what that's only the only thing the only advice i give him is assess the situation figure out what makes you most happy if you could be happy you know where you have less access to your child but you are somewhere independent fine do that break up with her if you don't think that that's a situation where you but would be okay or comfortable he's with he's lost everything he's lost his family his friends yes how, I mean, how can you be happier how can I be you're asking a person to choose the less miserable situation as a life coach you never ask somebody to choose the least miserable you ask them to focus on you what can you control What's gonna make? What's gonna make get you out of this situation? Nobody wants to stay in a situation. Nobody. Well, my thing is, he's got first choice. I'd say find a find a therapist, find a life coach, find somebody who can help you figure out. Correct. What's gonna make you happy? Yeah. Because he's lost that. And, and yeah. Also, and start reconnecting. Start recreating yes. those bonds. Even while you're in the relationship with her or outside of the relationship with her, those bonds are still stuff that you can fix and start working on right Fuck now. Her. Fuck her. Well, okay. if it was a, if I it, agree. If it, if it was a dude who was doing that to her, y'all be like, "Fuck him." No, no I would literally say That's the same would. thing. I would too, because I don't. We don't know enough. Who is she making all the money and he's not? Where would he go? I mean, we don't know enough. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying running away. And, and she might yeah. be You're one of those people. Run away. She yeah. might be one of those people. I'm saying go fix his own life. Focus but on him. That is his life, though. It's part mean, of his life. It's it, not his whole life. It's part his of his life. But son is a big part. Absolutely. But and also, what's, how old the son is. If the son is younger, you're more than likely want to have closer access because that's yeah. the most pivotal age. Yes. If the son is older, like 13 or 14, then you don't need, you know, he can help gauge, like, mm-hmm. how much access he has to you and vice versa. All right, one more. All right. All right, guys. This is from Rich Donald. She, he goes, I'm dating this girl and I'm in love. So the problem is I usually, um, I normally see her. Uh, well, she goes, I'm a, he, first of all, just huge typos. When I read this first. Okay, it, so that's the first first it problem did, for me. It didn't have this many typos when I first read it. But when you read it out loud, you know, it's so different. <laughs> he goes, um, I'm a bit older. But she stays with me during the week. But when it comes to the week weekend, it's not easy to spend time with her. I once caught her cheating, but I forgave her. As time goes on, I caught her again trying to cheat with different guys. And she's apologized, but I keep forgiving her. However, now that I go on her Facebook, she has me blocked. <laughs> you trash-ass women out here. <laughs> what do I do in this situation? I've tried to make things work, but I failed. And I love her, and I don't want anyone else. What do I do? Hmm, I'm going to should he stay, ladies? He should stay in that situation? Absolutely not. There's no, like, there's no factor to stay. 
right? They don't have kids together. It doesn't seem like they're they're not married. They're not married. There's right. nothing. No. Right. And mm. and she stays with you during the week, but then you can't. She disappears on the weekend. Like she boy, getting it, she getting it all. She getting herself it in. in these situations. How? Like, how do you get, get into it? I don't understand how you get into a situation after the like second that. weekend. Okay, the first weekend maybe she goes to her parents or whatever, or maybe whatever. But the second weekend, how do you get away with like, hey, bitch, where the fuck you been? Yeah, like, it's very very low self esteem uh, esteem of self to allow someone to continue to cheat on you knowingly you know that they're cheating on you but you continue to stay and continue to why, why would they change why would she change no they're not going to change no. they're not going to change no. you, you've you just shown them that you accept their trash ass ways their selfish ways and what is he no getting from her? I guess that's what I'd ask him. What, what, what do you? What is it that you get from her? But I also think like this is the time to reflip it from him. If he doesn't want to leave her, and he knows that she continues to cheat, then why don't they have that conversation? And say, let's just have an open relationship. Yes. But right. he doesn't want Maybe that he honesty. He doesn't want it. Yeah. He doesn't want that honesty. Yeah, but the, the reality is that that's what what's happening. And maybe he can find somebody else and he can move on when he starts looking in that scenario. Or maybe let me tell you, jealousy does work sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so she hasn't had to deal with him creeping out or him finding someone else. Mm-hmm. Maybe when that starts happening, mm-hmm. it'll impact him. But he should definitely either if he wants to keep her, he needs to just go ahead and have an open relationship so that at least you can get some of that toxicity out of it where it's like, um, we know you're cheating, but you're kind of hiding it, kind of not hiding it. Yeah. Or um, you just need to leave them all together. What you say, Jay? I am not a advocate for anyone staying in a situation where you're not appreciated and you're not at least getting the things that you need because it should be compromised. Relationship takes work. It takes two people, mm. right? Mm. But if you, as I said earlier, cheating, man, like that's just a deal breaker for a lot of people. But, yeah, I'm. I, my advice is just run, just go. But my thing is, don't be in a situation. Yeah, like don't be in a situation that's not going to benefit benefit you. Like you're clearly miserable. You're clearly not happy in the situation that she's doing. She's not staying with you yeah. on the weekends. She's not being respectful but to you. But staying with you during the week, I like. How does that even work? Yeah. So what is she? Is she just there? Do y'all? Are y'all into she out partying on the weekend? Part- yeah. What What is that? And then why does she not come home? Like, if she's staying with you, I'm assuming she's living with you during the week. Mm-hmm. So then what does she live during the weekend if she's not living with you? It's man, so crazy to me. It's literally scissors the weekend. Like, she's literally <laughs> yeah. somebody else's weekend. I, I think so many yeah. people are, are so sad or so bothered at being single and alone and alone that they would rather have a piece of something or a piece of someone instead of getting everything they need in that relationship and that's so sad to be afraid to be alone you know you can be single and happy i'd rather be single and happy than single and or in a relationship and miserable right you know what i mean yeah yeah i've been there but a lot of people are afraid of being alone. They they can't deal well, with quiet. Let's just talk yeah. about the reality yeah. of the situation. We are more alone this generation, yes. this culture than we've ever been. And honestly, well, I mean, I don't fault people for that. I think you have to figure out what works for you. Like yeah. I can be alone because I'm just a loner. But like I also can't blame other people. I have friends who I know for a fact, like being alone is just not something that they can manage. Like mm-hmm. the, this whole coronavirus thing, they don't got it. They don't ha- left it. Like they cannot not go out. They cannot not be social. They cannot yeah. not have somebody they come home to, and it creates really unhealthy situations for them. And so I think you just have to know yourself, and then and figure out how to get to a ideal situation for you. 
I know I ain't never in. I will never be in that kind of situation. I can't. Cheating is an mm-hmm. ultimate deal breaker for me because I can't yeah. trust you, and if I can't trust you, I don't want to be intimate See, with you. Yeah. I don't want to do nothing with you. Cheating for me is so much more than just sex, though. Yeah, it could be financial. It's it, a um, fidelity. I mean, yeah, infidelity. Yeah, huh? He's so so you, you, you buying shit and you hiding it, or mm-hmm. you hiding money. That's why every woman ever. You're taking my money and you're spending it on shit you shouldn't be spending it on. Absolutely, agree. Many different things. All right. All right, guys. Let's All go right. ahead and move on to my least favorite segment. It's Which a, is what? She always says that because she loses most of the time. Now me and you are going to be in competition, Daphne. What? I no, know. why do we have to compete? I know. Let's just do it together. Because that's how yeah, we, we No, it's not a team sport. Yes, it's not yes, a team yes, sport. It, we're teaming. No, it's yes. not. It's my segment, my rules. <laughs> how about that? All right, Sippers. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. AKA, that sounds familiar. So Jay is going to be playing some music. That's right. And we have to tell him either the name of the song or the name of the artist. Okay. You're going to win this, Sal. You got to know, and the sipper is playing against you as well. What? You got to know the goal is to beat L. It's not a team sport. I'm playing on L's team. No. Why are you going to take the L then? (laughs) It's such a beautiful thing to take, though. (laughs) Mm, I'm not gonna comment. Mm. Um, all right, so these songs this week that I have chosen mm-hmm. all range. The oldest would be 1995, but I would tell you the year before I play it. So what are we supposed to guess? The Whenever type, you want the name, the name of the song or name of the artist. Whenever you, if you know it as soon as it starts, you can say who it is. Mm-hmm. There's no. If you hear, there's some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. <laughs> L is going to be... Then it's Kelly Clarkson. Okay. <laughs> naming off random names to throw you off, so just be ready. All right, so this song right just, here, Sippers... Just flat out things. Okay. That's just the best way to handle it. Okay. This song came out in... People you don't even know. Like, who little Uzi Vert never heard a song? Here I'm we sure go. I don't know it. This song came out in 2020. Okay. 2020? Bryson Tiller. John Legend. No. SZA. No. Jazz Jasmine Sullivan. Her. No. LMA. No, Manny. Jasmine Sullivan. Just no. listen. No. Alicia Keys. Correct. Oh. Listen, Alicia Keys. Oh. She can't. She put something out. It's a new album out. With one of my new favorite artists featuring Snow Allegra, who I mean. Snow Allegra? Yes, but this is Alicia, they actually sound very similar. But this is Alicia Keys called You Save Me. She sounds a lot in the very beginning like her. Mm-hmm. Right? Didn't you mm-hmm. think that's that what, the very yeah. beginning? That's what I thought it was. Alicia Keys did? Yeah. yeah. In the beginning of the song, she sounded mm-hmm. a lot like her. So why'd you choose the song, Jack? Or like Jasmine I'd Sullivan. Song. Something deeper. The songs that make you... There's no rhyme or reason. It's just, sometimes he play trap. Sometimes he don't. Yeah. Sometimes okay. he play If you play some trap, I ain't gonna know who I he is. I ain't gonna know trap. Okay. All right. One zip. One zip. This song... Next song came out in... Uh, 2018. Okay. 2018. Big Sean? No. I hurt you. Gone did it all. Omarion? Neil? No. Usher? Correct. Yeah. Usher. That was the next guess. <laughs> uh-huh. This came out in 2018. This is called Say What You Want. I like Usher, man. Me too. He don't I like get old. Usher. He don't I'm get like, old for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking Usher. I like Usher. He was my thing before he had all the herpes. 
What? Wait. But that so proved to be false, right? Her, no. Herpes. I don't think herpes. It, was, it did not. What it ended up being? Because I don't remember. I don't think it got proven it, that it was actually. No, they just kept they arguing settled. with each other. Yeah, they settled out of court, but the allegations were out there. And Him and his ex? This, this lady woman. came out and said that he gave her herpes. And he knew it and didn't disclose it, essentially. But they know. settled out of court, and I'm sorry. What you settling for? Somebody. Well, at the end of the day, even if, no matter how you settle, it doesn't mean he got herpes. Like, doesn't mean he had herpes though. Like it's a lot settle? of times when the, when people in that position of celebrities or whatnot, it's just easier for them to just date it and be no. Move on. In that scenario, unless you have herpes. If you don't have herpes, it's an easy lawsuit to to to, fight. to win. You yeah, just take win. the test and say you take the test. And you I'm don't negative. have herpes. Boom, you're negative. Guess I won't be kissing on him. No. Mm-mm. This wanted. was back in 2017. It was a hot. Yeah. I gotta. I'm gonna read it because I don't know. I don't see that they settled. I'm looking it up right now. I don't think. It, I don't think they settled. But we'll have to figure it out. All right, so it's 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Next song. <laughs> I don't know who's going to get this one. This one came out in 1998, Zippers. Oh, God. 1998. Okay. Because it's a classic song. Oh, bleep. Is this Biggie Smalls? Oh, dick, you suck no, it. Oh, Is it Trina? Yeah, exactly. Who think you suck it? Come on, B. I just heard some shit about you, some foul shit. That's from New York. Suck my fucking dick, you bitch ass nigga. Boxy Brown. Explain it to me, bitch. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know nobody up here. You don't fuck with nobody up here, and I ain't been fucking with nobody. I don't know nobody in fucking Yonkers. Lying ass. New York. Do I got the holler's name too? Cameron. Bitch, you fucking him. All I want is you, Tupac. No. Correct. DMX. 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 No, because he loves a good intro. Oh yeah. He loves an intro. This DMX. Yes. His very first album. First of all, when DMX came out, I wanted to just go back to that. Oh man, it was so good. It was just like a good summer. I remember having my, my my first car I bought myself. I had my speakers in my trunk. Mm. And this album came out, I was just moving, just riding and oh vibing. It was so cute. That whole New York swag, swag they did the love in that. That rough that's boy. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, right. 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 that's true. That's true. All right, so it's 2-1. 2-1. I love that. I love DMX. The next song. just lost it. I know. Came out in 2005. Get down, my head and oh, to the this bed. is yes. correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. What happened to him? Where is he now? I think he's still making music, but it still ain't the same. You know, but well, unfortunately, right, reggae—they only have like one or two artists that's popular for a period of time, and then someone else comes on. So. Yeah, he's right. still making reggae, but you know, like reggae artists only come on for a hot minute. That's true. Yeah, like Sh- but Shaggy, he was huge. Yeah, Shaggy. He pulled oh, wow. Shaggy, came in for a little bit, but then he go back. But Shaggy doesn't really—I haven't really heard any new music from Shaggy mm-hmm. for a hot minute. I was loving me some Shaggy. All right, Ooh. Daphne, you got to get okay. this one to stay in it. You got to okay. get this one to okay. stay in it. Okay. Oh, this no, is Lauren um, Hill. Um, Lauren Hill. It's not Lauren Hill. Do up. She's a feature on it. Oh, Fuji's. 
Not Fuji's. Nas. Correct. Nas. You didn't know Nas, Daphne. <laughs> if I rule the world. I know, but it took me a little bit. Imagine smoking weed in the street without cops harassing. But Imagine technically, I was right with Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill is, but it's not her song. But yes. Lauren Hill is on If I Rule the World. If I Rule the World. That was a great song. Nas is, Nas is, Nas is still going, too, by the way. Still going. Didn't he have a special on like Netflix or something? Nas, um, Nas? he had a video. Uh, I know his Nas album. His first album was actually in Harvard for being studied for like one of the best albums ever. Was it Harvard? I thought it was a documentary that was on him. It might have been. It was pretty good. All right, last one, last one. So you can't win. You can't win this. You can't win Daphne, but maybe you can at least guess this last one. All right, because L is officially the winner. So here we go. This came out in 1995. No guesses. Is it SWV? No. Escape. No. This sound like Escape. Right. That whole era of the early nineties kind of sounds. Is this Monica? Correct. Ah, there we go. Why I love you so much. Mm-hmm. This is what this is, a Monica. So you didn't, you didn't do too bad. L one three to two. But All right, L. Nice. Don't give a high five. We ain't trying to high five. Look, my woman. How come you didn't give me a high five when, when you we played? Because you Oh, that's how it works. Hey. Y'all some damn haters. How they do sippers? All right, sippers. All right, what we got next, hey, L? That was a jam. That was a jam. Oh, All right, bad. guys, let's go ahead and get into that that shit. So that's that ish, or that's my ish is. What's your ish? What's your ish is when we talk about something that we like right now, something that we're feeling, we're jamming to. It could be a music, it could be TV, it could be a new workout, it could be a new thing you bought, some food. Give me anything that you fucking with right now. So I'll go first. So my ish this week, as I mentioned earlier in the show, is pirate taxi. So sippers, if you're not from Tampa, or if you've never been to Tampa, if you come to Tampa, it's the bay, y'all. go down to downtown Tampa. They have redone the Riverwalk completely. There's now like 17 stops along the Riverwalk that you can either walk, bike, scoot, use a scooter, or you can get on the pirate taxi. And the pirate taxi will take you to, that's $20, for all day on and off wherever you want to go and so i went on a date um so we went to the pirate taxi and hopped on had a drink and rode up down around sunset time oh cute yeah so we went up there and rode up the river and hopped off and went to a rooftop bar and ate had some conversations and drank and then we got then we walked down the river walk to like a midway midway point and got back on the pirate taxi a long date um, it was probably from like six o'clock to about nine thirty. Wow, ish. Okay. So yeah, so um, the pirate taxi is cool. It's, it's something you know with COVID nineteen. It's not a whole lot of things that you can do. So fellas, sometimes you got to think outside the box. I love that and do something that's different and it gives you opportunity to have Good conversation. Job, yes. It gives you opportunity to be nice and close to to your lady or your guy if you date guys. Um, so yeah, that's my ish this week. Um, it's a cool experience. I enjoy it. And I think anyone, you should do it just randomly, even not, not even on a date. I think I'm gonna do it. You know, I've just never go. Done it. Yeah, sure. and they have drinks, they have alcohol on there, they have wine, they have beer, they obviously have water, and uh, they tell you a little bit of history 
Um, if you go in October, they have a haunted um, pyrotaxi tour that they're doing in October. So, hmm. and that's my ish. All right. Yeah, what's your ish this week? My ish this week is actually probably going to be surprising for people, but it's a new doc- Netflix documentary called The Last Dance. Have you heard of it? I have no. not. It's either Netflix or Hulu. I can't remember. I get them um, messed up. But it's talking about Michael Jackson. I'm not Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan's last- Oh, that was amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was on ESPN. Oh, yeah. It's like a 10 Oh, no. Series. It was Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, yes. a, that's actually a really great documentary. Is- oh, my God. It yeah. is amazing. First of yeah. all, I was like bullshit, and I was like, I'm not gonna, I don't want to watch this. But I was super bored, and I was just like, whatever, I'm gonna yeah. watch one episode. Like five episodes later, uh-huh. I'm all the way committed. I'm in. Yes. Okay. So for people who don't know, it talks about um, pretty much Michael Jordan's like the very end of his his hoorah with. The Bulls. The, the Bulls. On that second right. repeat. Second mm-hmm. three-peat. Yeah, so they had won like five championships. They were defending champs. But for some reason, the Bulls had decided they wanted to split up the... Time to rebuild. To rebuild. They wanted to rebuild the organization, even though they were still the... On top. On top. Even yeah. though they were still on top. And what kind of turmoil that created in yeah. the group and in the people. And you have like the actual people who played... Um, doing the interviews. So you have Michael Jordan, you have Scottie Pippen, you have Dennis Rodman, you have like the people who were there talking. It's so what I enjoyed. Good. What I enjoyed about it was the lead up because they, they didn't just start at the last dance. You know, no. they started with like the first championship yep, and Michael yep. Jordan coming in and yep. giving all these backstories. And one thing you learn about the last dance is that Michael Jordan was really an asshole. Yeah. Oh my God, I loved like, it. Like he was an asshole. First of all, I hate Growing to up say in Gary, right, which is Pretty much a suburb of Chicago. Yeah. We knew that. Yeah. But listen, I feel like when you're at that level, I kind of get it. That no. you're just. No. Like, I get it. That you're. At, you don't have to be an you asshole. You don't have to be an asshole. You can be I, I haven't seen the whole, I haven't seen the end oh, yet. Okay. So don't ruin okay. it for me. Okay. Don't ruin okay. it for me. Right now, he, he's an asshole. I, love, he's, I, still, I still love Michael Jordan. He's not I think an he's epicenter good. asshole the way you guys are looking right now. But, like, I get it. Like, for he, he keeps ragging on the general manager, but the general manager also wanted smoke. But he. Like Jerry Cross, yeah. yeah, will not let up on this little man. Now we'll say there are him. some players who said a lot of the stuff that's in there is not accurate as well. You know, this is all produced pretty much by Michael Jordan. He just won his first Emmy oh. for the Last Dance oh, wow. as well. Okay. And so, but I think it's an amazing documentary. Well, I'm so, sure yeah. it's probably his perspective, his version? which is always yeah. never going to be the true and accurate version, right? Because but it, you see yeah. things the way you've seen it. It was great to, I don't know if you got, got to that part yet about Scottie Pippen, but it was mm-hmm. great to see the backstory of Scottie Pippen mm-hmm. and how he didn't get, how he didn't get paid. It made me sad because it mm-hmm. was like, you have everyone saying Scottie Pippen was not only wanted, but necessary. Necessary. Oh, yeah. He necessary. Could, my, and Jay did and not have, go to bat for him to help him get his money. Yeah, he should, sure. yeah. But you know he. What I do like is that he gives him credit now. He says there would be no Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen, Absolutely. which is true. And I think a lot of people, a lot of athletes at Michael Jordan's level, they don't like to say that about Scottie Pippen was arguably the second best player of all time of all, during that era. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it was Michael Jordan and it was Scottie. Like Scottie yeah. Pippen held that team down when right. Michael couldn't play or whatnot. And so, but yeah, but, it's a great uh, documentary though. It's so weird that because the whole Scottie Pippen thing, like I got why he didn't make it much money, but I also feel like he made that decision. He did. Like He I, owned I, it. He did. I think a lot of times like Kanye West right now is in the news because he is trying to renegotiate his contract and apparently the contract he had, um, Jay-Z ended up getting his master's released by mm. signing Kanye. And everybody's like, oh my God, I can't believe that. But I'm like, Kanye went in there 
you're knowing this stuff. There's a, there's a trade that happens when you're doing yeah. business. You right. know what I mean? Kanye West is a billionaire now yeah. because of how successful he was in the music business, opposed to Jay Z never putting him on. Or you know what I mean? Like so, Scottie Pippen he made the decision that he wanted long term security yeah. more than to make that gamble and see if his body would hold up. And yeah. unfortunately, unfortunately, he didn't. Un, un, no one gamble. understood that the inflation of how much the NBA would blow up at that time. Yeah. No one understood but it. But he either. made that choice. You know what I mean? He did. And so even the like, president at that time, he said, look, I advise Scotty yep. not to do this long-term contract, but Scotty really wanted the money because he had a lot of pressure to he take care of, of his pressure. family yeah. and everything. Yeah. So. But he had like 12 or like, yep. he had a ridiculous amount of siblings. Like literally yeah, more than a handful. And it goes back to financial um, you gotta know what you what you want, right? Yeah. Are you responsible for taking care of everybody in your family? Right. What happens yeah. when the money runs out? Mm-hmm. Where they at now? Yeah, right. That- it's so funny though that we do require celebrities, like we look bad down on them for not taking care of their family. But it's like in no other field or no other business do I like. If you become a doctor, I don't expect you to now pay for all of your family's entire bills, yeah. right? Nope. People hear millions and they're like, they're like, oh, you better put us all on. Yeah, no. No. And so that's one of the things I do. I teach them, say no. Yeah. Say no. Say no. Daphne, what's your ish? What's your ish? My ish is Hamilton. So <gasps> yes. I watched I still haven't watched that. Oh, yet. my God. Elle's doing a little Jay. shake. It's so good. It's so good. I, just, I don't I doubt it. I don't doubt it. I never got a chance to see it live. And yeah. so I watched it um, this week, and I was blown away. I love good musicals and yeah. good choreography, but I'm thinking, who the hell cares about who it's Alexander on a, Hamilton? I don't give a damn. Yeah. I know, it's it just weird. so good. I heard everyone that's watched it says it's amazing, whether it's all in person or on TV. Oh my God, Jay, I'm telling you, Jay, you got to do it. I'm forcing you to watch it. Uh, like I'm going to watch it this weekend. Oh my God, but I was listening to it, I'm thinking, so many of our people today, they need to hear this. Yeah. Rise up and be together and all, I was like yes. I'm like yes right okay everyone I've ever heard I've heard anything bad about it so I'm gonna watch it it's on my I'm gonna watch it this week I forced my best friend to watch it and now she literally just feel she just texts me like the names of the songs to let me know that she's that's all she's listening uh-huh. to for the day so I'm getting ready yeah. to download the soundtrack yeah. cause I'm thinking oh, yeah. it is that good yes alright that's my I'm, 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 I'm gonna check it out alright any final sip I don't have a final sip I'm good is there how can they find you for some financial coaching and planning um you can find me I don't have well so you can email me that's old school yeah. dwinston05 at gmail d-w-i-n-s-t-o-n 05 at gmail um or you can reach out to y'all here at you can you can slide in my you can slide in my DM yeah. slide in my DM yes absolutely and we can we, we can connect you guys absolutely all right I don't have a final sip and Jay don't have a final sip so I'm gonna go ahead and call this sip session Hi. holla Blessings. later y'all. <laughs>